Today's episode is brought to you by DNA Sports Training. If you or someone you know wants to take their game to the next level, then hit it. DNA Sports Training. Visit dnasportsdenver.com to book a training session. We offer specialized sports training from football to track and fields and everything else in between. Whether you're an offensive or defensive lineman wanting to get better off the ball, or you're an athlete wanting to improve your speed and agility, we have something for you over at DNA. Visit dnasportsdenver.com right now and sign up. Back up on it. Back again, baby. DNA in the building. <laughs> Got Coach Al in the building. My boy, Coach Art in the building. And we're getting ready to get this cracking. And I'm your boy, Coach Dom, who's always bomb, who may have dated your mom. Jesus you never Christ. even know. <laughs> <laughs> How you guys doing tonight, fellas? What up, bro? I'm glad That's you're cool. full of energy. Sheesh, I That's just just came, just <laughs> like a little jolt. I was sleepy before. Yeah, just you got you got that boost once you heard that beat. Uh, I did. It just like fucking sparked it. You know what I mean? That's why. That's why I purchased that beat long, long time ago, bro. Because that's what that did to me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. What's up, Art? What's happening, What's up, coach? coach? How are you guys? Man, introduce yourself. Um, obviously, we we you know kind got a lot going on, but we want to bring you on talk about you. You know, coaching. Um, being a business owner and, and, and things and a father and all that good stuff. You know, we had nice. great conversation already to start. Um, so if you would, man, just introduce yourself to the people and um, just tell us a little bit about yourself real quick, man. Well, I appreciate you guys bringing us on. I mean, this is awesome. I've always wanted to be a part of a po- uh, podcast. So <laughs> super nervous, super excited for sure. At the same time, uh, my name is Art Martinez, uh, high school, Archie Martinez. Uh, been coaching for 11 years now. Um, been around from North Metro Jaguars. Um, that's where I was a defense coordinator for a couple teams and then transferred over to Wheat Ridge after the little pandemic when they shut out everything. Uh, North Metro wanted to fold up, wanted to wave the white flag, and our team still wanted to keep moving forward with you know, youth yeah. football. So, dude, it was such, uh, such a frustrating little bit of time, man. We we're we we're at the high school level, kind of feeling the same way. They they decided to say we're going to play in the spring when everyone else is playing in the fall, and we were just like, Fuck. yeah. Yeah, and then it's tough, right? The cohorts. Remember, like we had to all have our own individual groups, bro. Like we couldn't practice as a team, so it was like this little group of kids, that group of kids, this group of kids, yeah. and then we all doing individual type work, and then. You know, we could never really just be in a, a group setting other than game day, really. We lucked out because we were in the same cohort, so yeah. our cohorts co- cohorts were always lit, bro. Yeah. We, we'd, we'd end up getting, you know, 11 on 11 half, you know, half-field games going on, bro. And uh, <laughs> Dom and I, we get a little competitive. We, I'm sure you heard us, you know, at the oh, park yeah. when, we're, when we're practicing and stuff. You know, we get to talking shit to each other and uh, get a little competitive with this. So, of course, the kids are like, all right, let's go, coach. Let's go. Um, so moved over to, to Wheat Ridge and then, well, then, uh, well, at first we, we just opened up a chapter. It was, uh, North Metro Miners, but then AJ brought us over, nice. um, to Wheat Ridge and kind of adopted us, threw us underneath his wing. 
um, offered us to play for free. It was it was a blessing. That's what I mean. So then that's where I just showed. Wait, 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 wait. You guys got to play for free. Just the COVID, just the COVID, just the COVID. But we didn't wear the purple and gold. We had some bomb ass. Uniforms, yeah. You know, like the purple like and the gold, dog. You know, yeah. like that purple and gold. No, we, were, we were black and gold. We were black okay, and gold. I can, I can, I can rock like the, the Saints, buffs. but with the minors, oh, yeah. Like the Saints, yeah. So. My senior, my senior year, they uh, we we for our homecoming game, you know, we used to have purple jerseys and stuff. I went to North, and yeah. uh, we 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 go out to warm up, and then we go back to the locker room, and in the locker room, dude, there's black jerseys draped all over the place for us to put on and, and swap out. Aww. We went all black. We had black pants, black jerseys, and the black helmet. That's yeah, something about that with the purple trim, bro. It was hard. It was hard. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's hard. Yeah. So, so then uh, I just showed my loyalty to Wheat Ridge, saying we'll come back. Yeah. And be a part of Wheat Ridge and wear the Viking and all that jazz and. So youth coach for for a number of years now, man, and yeah. you know, can't get away, can't get away, can't get away. It always, you know, once you're in, you're in. Yeah, and and you know, everybody, you know, we were talking a little bit off air about you know the scenarios and 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 how things happen and how the perception is not always the truth. It's not always the reality, right? Never. And you know, we know each other for quite some time now, and and you know, we have a, a really good relationship, and and. You kind of, you know, got the the short end of a stick all the time, and, and you know your your name kind of, you know, got ran through the mud by not only <laughs> a lot of peers, but you know the the media, and and yeah. and that's what we're not gonna do here at DNA because you definitely are a a man of the people. You're a man of the kids, you know, and you always put forth your best effort to make sure that the kids are in a safe environment and they're learning the game of football and they're learning how to be young. Adults, right? Young definitely. men, young women, definitely. Um, you know, and and I could speak to that. I've I've witnessed it firsthand, and you know, when 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 that incident happened, you know, it was it was pretty upsetting for me that you didn't have as much support as you should have. And you know, we don't have to really dive too deep into it, but from the very beginning when that happened, I said I'm standing with Art, yes. regardless. You know what I mean? And then that's what led to. This next chapter of our life, you yes. know what I mean, which is a beautiful thing oh, right yes. now. So, well, we know. even talked about it a little bit. Like one of our, one of some of our early podcasting, we bro. Did talk about we it. dived in on it, man, and you yeah. know, um, it definitely was a you know. It, sometimes we get put in, in hairy situations or situations that aren't favorable to us to kind of help us grow a little bit, whether we see it at that particular time or not. Sometimes we got to go through the fire a little bit just to. Just to make us stronger, man, and I think um, I'm sure it, I'm sure it made you a better coach. This whole situation, you know, um, even just knowing knowing how to play the game a little bit better sometimes, right? Like we learn we learn from the, from the politics of the world to know how to play the game, right? And so you get to learn it a little bit more from. All right, wow, I know how these how some of these situations work out. So when we, you know, as you talk about going into the wolf pack, you know what I mean? We we understand. It's perspective from multiple people where it's like, yo, this is where I'm coming from and what I've seen from organizations, and this is how I want this one to be different, you know? Amen. Yes. For sure. And, and, and you know, <clears throat> as, a, as a board member, a president, a vice president, whatever the case may be of an organization is, you always have to, you know, make sure that you're standing by 
everybody that you vouch for, essentially, because anybody you bring into your organization to coach for you, you're essentially saying, I know this person, I trust this person, yeah. and this person's going to do right, yeah. right? And the minute bad news arise, you can't just kind of step back, you know? And, and you know, I know it, it, it was a tough situation, and I always say you, gotta, you can't just go through it. You got to grow through it, right? Yes. And, yes. and, Coach, you know, that was anybody else would have probably uh, give in to all the BS, right? Started lashing back, started, you know, letting – all the negative narratives become the actual real narrative and yes. kind of give into it. And you're just like, you know, I know the truth. I know what it is. I don't even need to entertain it. You know what I, I mean? I, like, that's one of my, that's one of my things. Like I always hold myself the way that I want my players to hold themselves as in, you know, be responsible for yourself. Mm -hmm. Someone lashes out at you. I don't mind defending yourself yeah. a little bit, but I mean, don't go out of character of defending exactly. yourself. And that's for sure. And like to rewind, that's where basically like I'm, I'm super loyal to what, mm -hmm. what's loyal to me, you know, yeah. and that's where our relationship built. Like when I went into a, that meeting with Wheat Ridge talking about our future of our team and how that season was going to play out the way that other teams came around and huddled against with me, it was like, we're doing whatever he's doing. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've never expected anybody to do that because it wasn't, a pre-discussion with any of you. Yeah, there was no expectation. No, it was not. I thought I was just all by myself and everybody was just going to hear my side of the story and what I expected. And then when we walked in, everybody just, you, Munson, they were like, whatever he's going to do, that's what we're going to do. Yeah. And that's, and, but at the same time, I just tried to, I tried to push forward with being a Wheat Ridge Viking and, yeah, but everything, like I said, everything's anointed, everything's, happens for a reason yeah. and Westminster Wolfpack couldn't be a better spot for our team I That's mean right. it, it, like I said it made us grow made us see who was loyal made us made us who we are today it made us the championship yeah football man team. And, and and you continue to grow right you mentioned like Wheat Ridge and and, and it's no hard feelings right mm -hmm. everything Not always the, happens for a reason everybody always goes their separate paths and and you know it was just our time to kind of find our own branch and and we came over to Westminster and we started the Westminster Wolfpack and you know it was supposed to be a little bit more than it even turned out to be right we were yes. supposed to have this relationship and that's why we were Westminster and you know yeah. it didn't kind of pan out that way and that's why this year we're you know you see the C on my hat we're uh rebranding ourselves as a Colorado Wolfpack because we yeah. do not want to, you know, kind of just tie ourselves to one or any organization. We're just ourselves, and yeah. we're going to grow, and we'll grow with whoever wants to grow with us. You know, so, you know, we're going through it each step of the way. Today's going to be today. Tomorrow's going to be tomorrow. We never know what it's going to bring. But one thing's for sure, two things are for certain. We had three teams in the playoffs two teams in the championship and we're sitting next to the eighth grade, seventh and eighth grade, no co-champion with a lot of seventh graders on that team. Yeah, you know, yes. that's a big task, bro. Going into a new league that happened to merge with another league yeah. and win the championship. Let's talk about that a little bit. How, how was that, man? Oh, it was, it was definitely challenging in itself because you didn't know how it was going to shape out. Like what we said, yeah. I mean, we fought, the whole scenario all season from practice fields to kids showing up. What's yeah. your roster look like? What's this? 
do you care about playing eighth graders? And in my mind, I'm, you know, I got an, I got a seventh grader that's yeah. 80 pounds at that time. Um, skin and bones, just lanky. <laughs> and I'm looking at him and dog, at the same, yeah, at, at the same time, I'm looking at those eighth graders. I'm like, man, those boys are big, you know, yeah. all it takes is one of them to fall on my son. And it's, and I, it's, he's not the littlest guy either. Yeah. So at one, in one way I'm over here talking about, yeah, we'll play them. But in the other side of me, I'm like, man, or is this going to be okay with my, with yeah. all my, with all my little, my little boys that are on my team and hey hats off to my kids man they played they balled i mean there was some times where we were fighting fighting big kids but never laid down and yeah we, i think that's the thing i've seen this year from uh you know all three teams you know and mm, i'll say yes i say you know the adaptation because mm. a lot of things changed over the course of the season we were adapting, you know, another fifth grade fifth grade team had a bunch of things to adapt to in terms of, you know, Brand kids new team. They're all new. Putting yeah. the team together and all that, you know. And, you know, we had carryover of kids that we had previously. But yeah. we still had, a, you know, a handful of brand new kids to the yeah. team. So I think the adaptation is, is crucial when you're coaching. You got to be able to adapt to, to, you know, not only new kids, but – different style kids, kids that you can you can get in their ass and, 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 and you know, ask to them a little bit, and kids that you have to, you know, kind of put some, you know, gloves on and, you know, yeah. love them up a yeah. different way. Well, you, we, we talked about that, like, you know, just even being a father and all that with different, different yeah. kids. Same thing with coaching. You don't know what, like, everybody has a different way of coaching. Yep. You know what I mean? And it's not like it's you have to adapt to each player pretty much. You know what buttons to push, you know. You know how to sweeten them up for the next play to making them the dog the next play, you know, and that's kind of like the, but a positive mindset the whole time is key, I think, to coaching. You know what I mean? As in, you know, like that fifth grade team, that's a crazy team, honestly. Like, yeah. Yeah. to put it together, they were putting kids on their roster second week, third yeah. week, <laughs> and then to go hit that playoff. And to, it, to, to like, play the way they did, bro, they got some hitters on that team, bro. They got some players on that team, and I'm excited to see what they do this I, year. I Coach feel, Josh, shout out to Coach Josh. Yes. He had a phenomenal season. His whole staff did a great job, and I can't wait to see what they do next year. Yes. You know, and he has my full support, and, you know, I'm glad that you introduced us and brought him over to the Wolfpack because you know it was a is a great choice. Yeah, he's a he's definitely a, a, a coach with a passion. You know what I mean? Just for the for the youth period, like yeah. he's I mean he coaches wrestling over at Northwood. I know I, mean, I see him all the time, and we're like <laughs> enemies in the winter, bro. Kind of, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, for real, yeah, for real, you know, and. But at the same time, he'll go up and hug your kids every time and make sure that they're doing good. Same yeah. thing as, you know, and that's why. And when I seen him over at TJFL, because that's where he originally coached, I was like, who plays for that team that you know, coach? Oh, no, I just go and coach. I'm like, bro, let's hang up that. Yeah. Hang up that TJFL coaching. Get, let's get with the real team. Yeah. And yeah. Get some real, you know, competition underneath you. And he, like I said, he. Yeah, they did great, man. They did good, man. He's still, I wish I would have been able to peep a game. I never got to go to one of his games, but we, I watched a lot of highlights. Yeah, it was, unfortunately, you know, like I said, things don't always, you know, transpire the way they're supposed to. So mm-hmm. us supposed to have this nice, big home field, you yeah. know, that didn't happen that way. So we weren't able to host games. We were a traveling team all year. Yeah. And, you know, unfortunately with that, a lot of our games were at one park. Your game was at another park, and Josh's yeah. was at his whole other. 
Fucking home games up in fucking in Windsor and shit. Yeah, like, bro. I mean, you know what I mean? I like, mean, that's a cool feel, but what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. so it was, it was tough. None to, of us live by Windsor. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was tough to get to any of those games, but this year, you know, we will have a stadium, and and it's going to be great because we're going to be playing our home games all on the same day at the same place. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. and. It's 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 gonna be great because then we could just sit there and watch all games, you know, just support each other. I could be a football bum all day and just sit there and watch football, you know. Yes. And, and there's nothing more that I want to do with my Saturday morning then. Well, it's it's, my hats it, off it, to you too, Coach. As in keeping your keeping your cool through all the adversity that we through went through this season. I mean, that was legit. That's the same way I I I, I would have handled it, and, but you. You took care of the business. Well, you know, it, when you have a good, good, good team and good support staff, you know, you can you can lean on them a little bit for more and take care of some of the behind the scenes stuff. You know, and hats off to your parents. And I, that's kind of what I did too. You know, we have a my our team, bro. We have a great, great family. You know what I mean? Like we're we have a core, and then I got a great staff. You know, Al and Trav, they hold it down, bro. There's several times where practice is getting ready to start, and I'm like, hey, can you guys run shit? You know what I mean? Run it. I'm going to take care of this. I'm uniforms yeah. in. I got to separate the uniforms. And I don't even have to, you know, the, this dude, we've been, co- this is my yin to my yang, bro. So, like. His D what? to his A. Whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> You know, but, but he knows exactly what I want to see. How long have you guys been coaching together? So, uh, eight years now? Something Going like on that. eight years? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, because yeah, um, my first year at North was, like, your second year or something like mm-hmm. that. So, we coached. Together there, JV that first year, a lot of JV, and then um, you know started working up with varsity the following years, and you know we were always just freaking me and Dom, man. Um, I didn't I didn't know Dom prior to to coaching at North. Um, I know known his wife since we were kids in, in middle school. I uh, grew up with his brother in law, um, so like known known that side of the family, but didn't know Dom, and so got to know Dom. Um, I knew we were going to click right off the bat when we went to the coaches retreat our first year and just fucking it, it, it was, he, this fool was a hoot and you know, he was, he, he, he liked to do a lot of the same things I like to do. And so, um, it, we were like peas and carrots yes. and then, then O line D line, right? Yeah. Like COVID, right. COVID year. And not only that, That's right. Like, individual time we're working together we're competing we have the best athletes on the field yeah. regardless yes. of what anybody yes. wants to say like linemen run things you know what they i mean do. and they do they work the hardest they're the smartest and they're the toughest like the least glorified toughest yeah, to coach glorified, so toughest n- to coach coach nah <laughs> nah you just see it's all about you knowing those kids and so when right. you're a big guy and you know a big guy can relate thing, to that yeah you know you when like, they show up with them cheetos to practice you cool. like dog listen i know what you're thinking but you you know you seen who coached our uh our <coughs> line right coach or who was assisting our coach yeah line that's me yeah <laughs> i'll tell you one thing i don't know like i've never played this the the position, the closest I've ever got to the position was Listen, coach, tight end, coach. If yeah. I could, if I could ever help you um, in any way with any O line stuff, let me know, bro. Definitely, because definitely. Uh, you know I've I've coached you know 
I coached, I've coached consistently the last eight to nine years. I coached varsity track and field over at North. I, I coached shot putting discus over there. So I've been, you know, and then that's how I got into football. But I've coached my kids. I've coached back in the day. My first coaching gig was Boys and Girls Club. So nice. like, I've been around the game a long time, played in high school, got to go out and play a little college ball and, you know, learned a lot from the game. And so if there's anything ever I can help with offensive line-wise, like, dude, I'm, I'm happy to help. Get some of them, get some of them biggins together in the off season. Yeah, and you want to do a little, little, uh, little camp for them for the linemen. Mm-hmm. You know, if we end up putting one together for the whole, you know, organization, whatever, I'm always happy to to do that, man. Because hey, trenches. You know, I know you're you're being funny, but you're also being serious at the same time. Like nothing happens without the trenches. You can be, oh, I was you can be Patrick. Funny. I was <laughs> dead serious. <laughs> you can be, you can be Patrick Sertan, Deion Sanders, whoever you want to be out there on the cornerback position. But you can't cover for five, six seconds, right? Uh-huh. You got to, you know, you got to have guys that can get to the quarterback and, and and get to the running backs in the backfield. And on the flip side, you got to have guys to be able to protect and open the hole. So, Nick, look, you really don't get interceptions in the secondary if you don't have a D line, unless you're playing against Baker. Mayfield, um, <laughs> you, you know, that, oh, too soon? No, no, that's fine. I mean, it's oh, never too soon here, brother. Know, and you don't score touchdowns without yes. your O line. Never. You know what I'm never. saying? Like the play starts with the center. Yeah. You know, what I'm, but yeah, I, I don't want to go down that road because uh, I'm a I'll defend lineman to the till I'm blue in the face. I'm right there with you, coach. Yeah. I, I love my line, that's for sure. And you already guys already heard off season workouts. Oh, yeah, yeah, so get ready to work. Yeah. Oh yeah, for for my guys on somebody. For my guys, we'll be starting as soon as wrestling's over. So yeah. when you get ready to once you finish state, you better be planning to keep that weight because we're going to work. So I know this guy's about when to you keep take me busy. state. Take state. There you go. Oh yeah. That's right. Take Good state. Luck, Lyman. Take state. Yeah, this guy's about to have me busy, man. I'm gonna be going from track practice to yeah to football, you know, off season stuff. <laughs> hopefully, I just pick up the kids and bring them with me. I think we'll mm-hmm. start with like one to two days a week. You know, my little guys are starting to get older now. They'll be three and two. You know what I mean? So they're get about to be here soon. Where it's taking them to practice, we especially if they if they uh, play with the ball. If they're you know if the apple doesn't fall far from the tree and they're fucking little junior giants, you know what I mean? Yep. Like hey, fucking on. go on. Start as a little, a little, little tight flag well, football team. Hey man, I'm yeah. not a, I'm not, I'm not a rich man by no means, but I'm hoping I got the left side of the line locked down so that mm-hmm. maybe one day these two can make me that way. You know, yeah. we'll see. But um, you know, maybe one day they'll be Hall of Famers. Hey, yeah. Speaking of Hall of Famers, speaking. How about that? Man, you see that, it, Todd Howell, but we're big, gonna big, 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 big news in in Colorado and baseball. Yeah, but for Colorado specifically, I thought you were stuttering there for a second. <laughs> no, no, no. Because Todd Howell, man, Todd Howell, he's a he's a all time pro, you know, all time great Rocky, you know, and there's yeah. not, I mean, there greatest is, Rocky. Ooh, greatest you know, Rocky. Well, see, I grew up in the in the Galarraga. Okay. The Bichette or okay. Dante Bichette, you know, uh, Larry Walker, Vinny Castilla. Vinny Castilla. I grew up Blake in that Street era. Bombers, you know, yeah, yeah I I've... grew up in that era, so I don't know if I can give so him, it give him it like that. But Tom no? Houghton was a dog, bro. I mean, if seventeen you look at, years. If you look at his, if you look at his stats and his records, one would say he probably is. You know, in two thousand alone, he led almost every category other than home runs. He was first in the NL. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like. And he's, still got no MVP love. And still got no mm-hmm. MVP love. He and because and it's Coors Field. From, probably because he's from nah, the Rockies. Yeah, that, you know his the Rocky, he, that, he that made, record. 
I don't know if you heard his um he had like a little, little conference after a press conference after he got inducted and um he he he, he kind of defended himself playing at Coors Field and he was like, you know, you can say what you want about where I play at. If anything, it's tougher to play at Coors Field and then have to go on the road. The ball breaks more. Um, you know, it's it's completely different. And, and you see that with Rockies teams. Of, you know, that's one of the biggest things is they can't hit on the road because it's it's a completely – the ball moves completely different at altitude than it does, you know, on the road. And so – but he still had solid splits on the road. Like, he's still a prolific hitter on the road. And, and you know – in my opinion, I know he's the second Rocky to go to the to the Hall of Fame. You know, Larry Walker like, was it last year, year before that, mm-hmm. became the first. Uh, but in my opinion, he's the first true Rocky because to go to the Hall of Fame because he was just a Rocky. He wasn't, you know, when when Larry Walker went in, you have to ask him which hat are you going to wear, and it's probably gonna, I believe it was a Colorado Rocky hat because that's where he did more of his his most success and most of his damage. With with Todd Helton, there's no question. Yeah, of he was, what he's going in as. He's going in as a Rocky. Yeah, 95. Yes. Draft class of 95, right? Yeah. First round uh, pick eight, I believe. Something like that, seven or eight. Um, played, right? Didn't he play with uh, Peyton Manning in Tennessee? He or? Peyton Manning in Tennessee, yeah. yeah he was on that, he was he was, in that quarterback room. He was you know? the starter. Yeah. And you know the crazy thing? was the starter. You know the crazy thing, too, about like what we were talking about, what you were saying about like Coors Fields and they give him this grief. And it's not like he had this crazy home run total for no. his career he wasn't known for home runs Halle he doubles, was just a, he was just a crazy ball player bro like great in infield you know great out when he has his glove on his hand and great when he has the bat in his hand he just did it all yeah yeah consistent not, consistency consistent that's what uh, to me he is the the best the greatest, greatest yeah. rocky because it, he just it's hard to argue was that guy you, you know, know who I mean? would have been you could lean on nolan would have been you know, had yes. he not forced his way out of town and whatever, I you know, I he left, he left. That's cool. Like I don't hate him for it. Just like I don't hate Carmelo for leaving. You know what I'm saying? But um, you know, Nolan was on that pace to be that dude, man. And you know what? I'm, I'm happy to say that it's Todd Houghton still, and, and it will be for a little while. Yeah. Hey, yeah. you know, he has he had a tremendous career, man. A lot of awards he won. You know, um, like you, you did mention, you know, he never got the MVP love, which is, which is a little, little hate, little, little BS. You know what I mean? Same reason why Joker didn't win the MVP last year. You know, it's just hate. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> you know, sure. he, he won a, he was an All Star several times, Player of the Month, Player of the Week. You know, uh, MLB Player's Choice for Outstanding Player in the in the NL. And then Silver Slugger and Hank Aaron Ward. So, you know, he's won plenty of awards that prove that he is a phenomenal baseball player. And and his career is deserving of a Hall of Fame nod. So, you know, congratulations to him, his family, and everybody that, you know, supported him along the way of, of his journey because, you know, it was a great career. You know, it's uh, – how cool is it? Like, i seen the little video online. You know, when he, he gets the phone call and he's like, his family's running. He's like, hold on, hold on. That, that's, that, that, this might be it. And he takes the call and, yeah, this him. And, okay, yeah, thank you. Thank, and it's just, man, he's humble, you yeah. know. And, and, it, and he, he's got family all around. I'm, I'm looking at the video right now, man. And, you know, he's got family all around and whatnot, bro. And they're just celebrating the achievement. And, you know, it's, it's cool, man. I think. You, you you play all you know you play a, a sport because you love the sport you yeah. play a game because you love the game and you know we tell these kids all the time when we're coaching them you know take 
if you love doing this, take it as far as you can take it. Mm-hmm. If high school is the furthest you can take it, then high school is the furthest you can take it. Yeah. But if you can do something to get yourself in position, because let's face it, not everyone um, not everyone wins the, the, the size lottery or the gene lottery, right? So sometimes there's there's some dogs that just ain't got, you know, that ain't got the size and, and don't get the love. You know what I mean? And, and then sometimes, you know, you're 6'3", you know, 300, your sophomore year in high school, and, you know, people are hitting you up just out of no reason. Like, I was, yeah. you know, I, I got, you know, I had coaches asking me to go play at their high school, you know, when I was when I was a kid. Not not something I sought out. It was just, you know, I was a big kid, young, you know, and um, you just take this game as far as you can. Take what you love doing as far as you can. Who knows, one day you might find yourself getting a call saying, hey, you're welcome to the Hall of Fame. Right. Yeah. I think I know right. all of our answers because we're all dads, but I got a question for you guys. Yeah. What do you think's a cooler feeling? Your dad getting into the Hall of Fame or your son or your child getting into, you know, the prestigious Hall of Fame? It, it, Art, you want to go first? I definitely like to go first. Um, me, personally, I... I'm more of a spectator than yeah. a player. So mm-hmm. me watching my son or my daughter or, you know, any of my family members getting um, getting any kind of award or doing some kind of achievement is it's it. it that's what cranks my gears. And that's uh, what yeah. makes me, you know, go. So as I, in for myself, I'm pretty humble. You know, yeah. I'm not really about look what I've done, look what I do or anything like that. It's. It's more about others than me, for sure. So yeah. to me, oh my gosh, that would I would definitely take one of my one of my kids. My one of my, my like greatest that. joys, man, in life, dude, is seeing my kids do things they love doing. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whether it was mm-hmm. AJ with baseball and or you know it was Donovan and in, in, in choir and band when he was playing, you know, playing the viola. You know what I mean? Or it, it's that's where my joy is at, bro. Is seeing my kids you know, develop their passions. And so, um, I would, I would probably agree with you. Like that would be the one for me is seeing my kid do what they love. It would be cool. But I also think about myself as a kid. And I think like (laughs) if my dad was, you know, a hall of fame football player and he got in, you know, they had the ceremony, he got in the next day I go to school that yeah, they're bro. like your dad, so and so, he got in the hall of bro. That's gonna be you know lit. What, you yeah, know what but, would suck with that is exactly. if you didn't live up to expectations. Yes, but what if you didn't? What if you weren't chasing that goal? But you would always be you pushed know. to chase that goal. Maybe, but like even if it wasn't or your parents doing you? it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. You're, you're so and so. Yeah. Why don't you play? Do you play football too? Do you play basketball too? Yeah. Like that's why no one understands why Michael Jordan's son isn't really a good ball player. But then they understand when they realize he's, <laughs> why he's got that game. Why he got that game, and he's dicking down Scottie Pippen's ex-wife. Right. You know what I mean? So, so wow. you know, then they're like, "Oh, okay, now I get it. I yeah. get it now. He, he exactly. got that. The part. game didn't skip him. Yeah, you <laughs> know what? We're not going to skip the time over. skipped him. We're not going to skip over this question though a little bit because you actually had this feeling recently, right? You went out of state for the wrestling tournament. Yes, and 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 your boy. You know, I'm not going to say his name unless you want to say his name. Um, but your son, you know, went last year and, and, and he didn't finish how he wanted to finish. So he set oh, a goal. Man. Yeah. He set a goal this year and his goal was to place in this big tournament, you know, and, and he went and yeah. he, he accomplished his goal, you yeah. know, and, and, and let's just talk about how that feeling was a little bit. Oh, man. Well, when you see your son at, um, so what he's doing is wrestling. So yeah. 
and that's his passion mm-hmm. that's his passion um he enjoys it he he works hard at it to perfect his craft he he's willing to do anything to get better i i see it in him so we go out to that tournament never been to that tournament just hear about how big it is how hyped it is i mean then i finally get there mm-hmm. and i'm even having a hard time getting in his corner yeah. Just because my nerves are so messed up. Because this place, I mean, when kids are warming up on this mat, you don't even see a mat. That's how many kids are warming up wow. on the mat. Yeah. It's just bananas, man. So we go out there, and, I mean, he's a good wrestler here in state. Yeah. And then we go out there, and it's just a big old slice of humble pie for him. Yeah. But it sets his heart on fire. I mean, I've never seen him wrestle the rest of the season, like the way I seen him wrestle last year. And after that tournament, we're riding back. I'm like, you got goals, my boy? And he's like, yeah, I got a goal. He's like, I, my goal is to be able to place at that tournament one day. And I'm like, that's a good goal. I was like, promise you, we'll go back. We'll go back next year for kickoff. We go back for kickoff. Of course, we're at the top of 12s. That's top of age group. Mm-hmm. So um, we go to kickoff. He has another rough go. Yeah. He loses his first match. He's fighting his way back on the backside, and it's tough fighting your way back on the backside mm-hmm. when, you know, I don't know when gold's taken away from you, but yeah. there's still silver on the backside. You can wrestle all the way back into second place. So he goes and um, wrestles his heart out. I mean, I think he's uh, two matches two matches away from blood rounds, they call it, so that's placing. Mm-hmm. And But, I mean, he's going to have to wrestle at least seven times just to place. So he's bad. I mean, he's in bad shape when he does get knocked out of the tournament. I mean, I it breaks my heart to see my son cry. You yeah. know what I mean? Especially at a competition, cry. Yeah. I, I have a hard time with him. Well, and wrestling is—it's yeah. not like any other sport, bro. It's you're no. watching your kid fight essentially. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And so it's tough. Sometimes I even kick back <laughs> and just look at other parents, and I'm like, "You guys ruthless watching your babies <laughs> just rip each other's heads off." Yeah. And I'm that dad. You yeah. know what I mean, but you know, like I said, I'm a humble dad too. Like, so I'm not there. There to ever. Uh, disrespect another kid on the mat. Sure. Never disrespect another family. Because I know everybody's on that same grind and everybody's trying to, you know, after the same thing. So I uh, I promise him again. I'm like, we'll come back for nationals because he thinks that's his last go. Yeah. His goal's gone. Yeah. And I'm like, no, we still got nationals. He says, you'll bring me back for nationals? I said, yeah, I'll bring you back for nationals. So... We bring him back, and, I mean, he goes on a terror. I mean, first day, 4-0. He doesn't even know what the feeling is. Like, he's just, like, big old crowd nine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because we travel with people that are winners. Mm -hmm. I mean, we got kids that we're traveling with that are Trinity winners, you know. And kids that have plays, kids that bring home that big old eagle. And so they're just looking at Davey like, damn. Join you joined the winner circle today. Yeah, you know, so he's pretty stoked about it. And then um, he makes it all the way to the semis, meets up with the champ. That yeah. kid he ends up he beat he beats him. And that's the the champ of the the bracket. And then it's just a downward spiral for him for the rest of the tournament. So he goes zero three the third day, or the next two days, and but he places sixth. Yeah, and still places. Still, still places, yeah. and you know, he he was still upset about it. Still, you know, pissed. But uh, at the end of the day, he set out a goal and he accomplished it. It warmed up my heart, 
it, he finally settled into himself like you know what that was my goal mm-hmm. and then just last night we had a duel against black fox uh pomona versus black fox he was a pomona kid that got picked up to go battle another team which is you know they're they're a good team themselves so yeah. um highly honored to be able to be on that dual team for mm-hmm. Pomona because and so but then parents from that team walking up to him saying congratulations Davey on doing doing your thing out in Tulsa and yeah, I was see, like and he's up. just looking at everybody like what? that's what's like, up so it's they know. yeah they know the grind and they know that you know that's a 47 man bracket that he wrestled in and I was totally just blown away by how he performed what he what he set out to get and and accomplish it so it, you know that's that's uh that's you know that's fatherhood you know yeah is it thing crazy with the championship you know like it's it's crazy i had my son sleeping with a championship trophy for football and a championship trophy from the same weekend at a big uh monster match yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean he had two monster we, and, yeah, and week, I, one great weekend one one awesome weekend bro yeah but isn't it crazy how a successful run will make you change? You know, I, I think, you know, you mentioned your son after, you know, after, he, you know, losing and, and, and losing out. He took six. He was a little disappointed still. But isn't it crazy how that first day of success changed his goal? Yeah. It went from, you know what, and he might not have stated it, but you know it by the way he, his reaction was. His goal went from, holy shit, let me just place to, Yo, I'm competing. I'm gonna win this thing. Yeah. And so the disappointment when he didn't, you know, was real to him. And it's just crazy how when we can find little success, it changes our goals. It changes, you know. I think that's the important thing with showing young people success early on because it changes their outlook on themselves, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. hey, you know what? You might be, you know, there's a lot of these kids that have just horrible self-esteem, yes. right? Yes. That no confidence, and mm-hmm. then they find a little bit of themselves. Right, we had a kid a couple years ago um, who come in he just didn't seem like he he could play ball, and he turned out to be a, a great a baller for us. And I wish he had came over with us this year. Um, but you know, it's it's one of those things where you be able to develop the confidence. All of a sudden, your goals change once you realize some success. Yes, it, it's not just to stick around and make a roster. Maybe it's to make a starting squad or a rotational player to that makes impact plays or whatever. Yeah. Our goals change based on success, man. So that's cool to see. It yeah. definitely is. Like, yeah. and for those those parents who don't know, wrestling back, right? When you have to wrestle back to get to the silver or wrestle back to even place, sometimes that could be tougher than just winning straight through and going into that championship match because, yeah. you know, you're now facing the the adversity of your own mind. Ooh. Right? I lost, yes. and now I got to get back to. To, to the mentality of I need to win again you because be a killer you're still again. fighting yourself yeah. and your emotion yeah. and then you're fighting other kids who are just as pissed Going off the that same they lost thing. and yep. they're trying to get back. So Or, or sometimes yeah. you're, fight, you're, you're battling kids that maybe were upset in the early rounds and now you've got to take them on whereas you probably wouldn't have, yeah. you know, and it's not even take them on. You know, you think you see that, you know, the bracket, you know, we always play it out and you're like, oh, I'm going to see him in the semifinals yes. or the quarterfinals, right? Yeah. Now you have to see him on the, on the back end. And you know, and I didn't only plan one to of you see can that go. kid here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That only one of you can go. That it's always easy to see the front of the bracket, mm-hmm. but then that back bracket starts showing, and you don't know what kid is going to pop up into your side. Right. You know what I mean? Like, there's people out there that know their brackets and they know understand the way it's going. Yeah. But I'm definitely like 
who's the next kid? Winner. Oh, it's winner of whatever. Yeah. yeah. And I'm always winner like, of 283. Oh you got to go look at that. Yeah. Right? And then and then I'm over here. You got to watch this kid. And yeah. Davey's like, I'm not watching that kid. Yeah. I'm just going to do what I do. I, yeah. And that's the best thing. That's mm-hmm. one thing I do give props to him. He, he, he wrestles him. He doesn't wrestle yeah. an opponent. He wrestles the, what he's going to wrestle. And you're not going to change the way he wrestles. And I, I, that's, that's taught from like, I don't know. He's, you know it's hard to say i don't care what you do i don't care what you're good at i'm just gonna do what i do yeah right i'm just gonna do what i do consistently and that's good enough to win and have that confidence in that you know what i mean and never yeah. waver away from that especially as a young man like yeah that's a tough task bro like it, it, a, some kids just don't have that no and it, like even that's what that's one special thing about coaching too like you said, when there's kids that, like, have that, like, kind of weird, like, kind of slouchy, I'm here, but I don't belong here. But you know they belong there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you signed up on my team. Guess what? You belong there. Yeah. Not my team, I shouldn't say. Our team. I, I always I always refer to my our team, not my team. So, yeah. Yeah. excuse me. But there's this kid, eighth grader. I'll, I'll say his name. His name is... Um, mad props to him too yeah. because he came out being one of our top players and he didn't know where he was going to play. His name's Abel, and I mean, he went from he was able, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. I like do it. He went from not being able to return with the team. They said, yeah. "Nope, can't come back. You missed the deadline. Go to this team." <laughs> Good thing they sent him to me because he ended up being our starting right tackle. Yeah, and the kid balled like mm-hmm. once he found his like because we didn't know where we were gonna put him. We asked him, "What do you play?" Da da da. He found his linebacker, and then I was like, "Well, they, it's kind of rough to get him at linebacker just because the scheme is kind of different." So, mm-hmm. and his footwork was a little bit off. But once he found, we found him to be a tackle. Dude was lights out tackle. He was yeah. he was a great tackle, and it made us to be able to move another kid that was a great right tackle. Back in the guard because this kid had feet where he yeah. can pull for us and it worked out. Yeah. Thought you, you know, know nothing about being an offensive line coach, hey. man. Look at you; you already hey. sounded like an offensive line <laughs> yeah. coach. Hey, I got I got tied up by Let's Coach go. Roman. Coach Roman. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? Like I said, they they it was like I said this whole this whole season was an awesome season. I mean, it, it's definitely one that we've been chasing after forever. I called myself be, before this. Our team was the best second place team. In the state, nobody could take second place. Can't say that shit no more. Ever. Coach. No, now he's the best team in yeah. the state. You know yeah, what I mean? and that's for sure. I mean, like you see those Colorado rankings, and let me get into this rant real quick, coach. Yeah, go, go ahead, ahead. Go, get ahead. It. go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, what this is I, about, hey, coach. Yeah. I have that's a, what I have we're a, here for. I have a sneaking suspicion I'm going to feel the same way you do. But go, <laughs> go right ahead. Go, go on but, with it. All right. So all these rankings, mm. you know, they know who we are. They do. They know our players. They know everything. They know we competed at the eighth grade level this year, mm-hmm. and not nobody talked about us. But that's the way I like it. I like playing that low profile, out of sight, out of mind, smack you later on in the season type of mentality. And none of our players get any recognition. And oh, yeah. we got some ballers. You know what I mean? Yeah. We don't. You ain't seventh grade competing with eighth graders like at that level. You know what yeah. I mean? And saying that you're not the best seventh grader. In the in the state of Colorado, yeah, we, I mean, I, I get I, I have know. this old coaching uh, coaching buddy of mine. He used to always get it. coach coach Al. Why don't you yell? Why don't you yell more? Scream more, you know? And I'm like, 
I'll make noise when noise needs to be made. Right. That's right. You know yes. what I'm saying? And so, hey, you know what? You can go ahead and go on with your rankings. Yeah. You know, we don't give a shit about the rankings. We make noise when the noise needs to be made. Exactly. And that's what I respect about your guys, you know, your team, you know. And yeah. it's easy to want to be like, yeah, wow, this is what I think about. Yeah. You know, this and this and getting getting argument. And I, I you know what? When, it, when At the end of the day, these seventh and eighth graders, man. Yeah. Like, we want them right. to, I don't give a damn where you rank them. I want them to know, going to high school, knowing the fundamentals of football. If yeah. they're offensive linemen, I want them to be able to go to high school and understand how to play offensive linemen in high school, regardless of the scheme. Mm-hmm. If, you know, if you're you're a running back, your quarterback, I want you to be able to know in there and, and be at least be do the basics and understand the basics of offense and defense and whatever it be. You know what I'm saying? Like if we're doing our jobs as as youth coaches, our yeah. kids are ready for the high school level when they get there, and they don't have the the learning curve isn't as steep. You know, so exactly. you, go on with your rankings, man. Let's let's talk kids in high school that are producing. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And yeah. produce me a good high school football player. You know yeah, what I mean? Because I've sure. coached in the past where I've already had kids graduate that yeah. I've coached. And, you know, I only had maybe a handful step on the, the varsity level. And it was because, you know, when you when you're when you're a young man, you deal with some crazy stuff. And that's what, you know, being a, a strong coach, a grounded coach, uh a coach that's ready to listen or a coach that's ready to teach. Um, you know, cause I'll tell you, there's so much that these youth go through as in just bullying, uh, yeah. not feeling like they belong well, in your age group getting, too. Yeah. yeah. Right now I, I, I told Social coach media. AJ, I told coach AJ like last year or two years ago, I was, he <coughs> out coming off that championship season. He was a great season mm-hmm. coach. Um, and I said, Get ready for the the ruckus. Get yeah. ready for the eighth grade ruckus. Yeah, I was like, Coach, be prepared. You're gonna have a long season because I've coached that eighth grade season. Mm-hmm. It made me retire for a year. I stepped away. I just said, and I promised myself I would never come back to coach. And I was like, I am done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it's that, one of those that things. Age is so hard, man. It is, bro. You know, you got hair popping out of armpits and yep. uh, peer pressure and girls. Hormones and, are going crazy. You know, and households, yeah. households alone. You know what I mean? You know. You it's a struggle. You never know what the kids don't going know. Drugs, you know I mean? whatever, man. Like, yeah. the, he, hey, you know what? No one else knows anybody else's struggle. You yeah, just kind exactly. of find out about it along the way. And a lot yeah. of these kids come from some rough situations, man. And that age, you're starting to figure out that you're mm-hmm. from a rough situation. When you're a little guy, you don't really understand what you know. Mom and dad are are have the best situation going on, or dad's not around, and mom's yeah. struggling to keep it going. Like you don't understand that shit when you're little. No. You start to understand that when you get older, and you start to become a man. And you're like. It, it can it can do some things yeah for sure it's do some weird things to your head and it, it it's all and like i said it's all just something that they're all dealing with and, and then just being a man period becoming into a man we yeah. already know how difficult it is yeah. kind of to be a man you know what i mean like as in you don't really get to talk about it you yeah. better deal with it yeah. you know you shut up and, deal and, with I'm, it. and I'm, I'm cool with that you know yeah. and i'm i'm but i'm 43 years old yeah. and you're 12, 13 years old, and you got to deal with that. That's we figured thing. that out, right? right? We figured right. it out. We, yeah, we got that. We got that. Uh, that Jumanji piece put together already. Well, yeah. we always want better for like the future, right? So, like, yeah. you know, maybe maybe having them handle their situations the way we did isn't mm-hmm. probably the best way to go about it, right? Like, no. But being there to be able, and it's uncomfortable sometimes when a kid's pouring their heart out to you about a, a situation, and you know, you there's really nothing you can do. No. More so, they probably just, you know, they're venting. 
you know, obviously, and yeah. looking for, you know, maybe some help here and there. And sure. all you can do is be supportive and listen and, yeah. and try to offer, you know, the best kind of guidance you can do. If, yeah. you're, if you ain't never been through that, Mm-mm. like, there's no way you can, like, be, you, hey, you know what? I, I understand what you're going through. Yeah. You don't coach. Yeah. But, you know, if you're just there and, and you know what, like, hey, I, I, I can't relate. But anything you want to get off your chest, get off your chest, and I'm not going to judge you. I'm yeah. just going to listen to you, and I'm going to try to help give you some advice on how I would handle that situation. Then I'm going to provide the best environment. Yeah, at that moment when you're with me. Well, yeah. and it's crazy because football, me, man, like good, yeah. Speci- well, most, all, I think you find in all sports, but football is is what we do, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. so it's 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 amazing on how you can use the game to build confidence in a young person. That's what I like. And and, and yeah. get them believing in themselves. You know, you see kids all the time where they don't do good in school. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're struggling in school. They're they're struggling with behavior at home. And, you know, you, they get to playing football. Their mom puts them in football because she needs a break, you know. And yeah. Needs yeah. to figure out a release for this kid. And I, and I totally – this is the best. Sports are the best, I think. Yeah, the kid, you know? the kid becomes, you know, finds himself in football, and the next thing you know, he's doing good in school, and he's yeah. starting to maybe help out a little bit more at home and be a better kid at home, and and it's all because he's found confidence in himself or found, herself. Found confidence and found a different role model. You yep. know what I mean? Or got a role model finally. And that's it important doesn't too. Necessarily have to be a coach. It could just be someone that's on the field in the NFL. A team mom, or even a player or something. Another mom know. on the team where it just shows love to the kid, and you know yep. maybe they don't get that a lot. You know what I'm saying? Our so, best friend on the team. Yep. You don't know, like like I said, it, there ain't nothing better than sports. I think for our for youth. Sure. You know what I mean? I mean, but then again, that's all. I know, so I can't just say that's the best. But, yeah, you know, and any kind of activity, I think for our yeah, for sure, and it's different too. Like you said, we're already wired, right? Yeah, the way we were brought up is different, and you yeah. have to deal with all those stereotypical, <laughs> you know, what a man should be, and you can't cry, and you can't show emotions, and you're a bitch or you're a pussy. You know what uh, I mean? Like, that's it, yes. that's in my mind. All it's like in the back of my mind, I hear that shit. Stop being a bitch. Right. Yeah, I'm you just know trying I mean? to teach oh, them different, uh, bro. You're, you're not hurt. Rub some dirt on it. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like all that, you know, and, and, and that was cool. Like there's nothing wrong with like we're all fine. You know what I yeah. mean? But yeah. you know, it's not the right way to 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 really uh, you know. Teach your to teach the youth, you know. You I think you still need a little grit every now and again. You do. But you don't want to be like you know. Yeah. Just totally. But there's also there's Sally, also Sally, like you can overdo that shit too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Art, man, we got into a little bit of Art the coach, and we'll get we'll get back into that a little bit more because I definitely sure. enjoy that conversation, man. I you know, um, I love talking to other coaches because you just. You, you get to see a lot of yourself and other coaches and why they do things. And, you know, you get to find common interests and just common beliefs about certain things. And you can be from completely different backgrounds. Yeah. And it's just that common thing. Like you say, football, you know, brings people together. And, mm-hmm. you know, one of my favorite, favorite coaching friends is my buddy, Sean over at North. He's, you know, the head track coach and we come from completely different backgrounds, man. But I love that dude so much because it's, it's, it's what coaching has done to us and our common goals to see young people find that success and find that love and that passion. So we'll get back into art, the coach. Shout here out in coach the Bowers. Yo, <laughs> we're about to go. Yeah. Hey, you, we're about yeah. to go. You mentioned him. So I had to give him my shout out to good dude. We're about I haven't to seen go. him in a while, but shout out to you. Coach. It's my guy, man. He's so, he's so hilarious, man. I, uh, you know, he's a good dude, man, and he's got a passion for these kids and seeing these kids do right, man, and it drives him nuts, a lot of the shit that goes on that he has no control over. and uh, But he's still there loving these kids and still 
trying to make a difference, man. So and he's always telling them, don't throw stones if you live in a glass house. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and, uh, and speaking of glass, let's go. This is the time where we usually, you know, are plugging one of our uh, one of our our, our homies or our family or a business around here that 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 shows love to us. And we wanted to give this time to kind of to you, Art. To you know, you're not only a coach, but you're also a business owner, man. And you yeah. know, you do your thing. And so we wanted to give you a quick second to kind of plug your business. Tell us a little bit about it, man. How long you've been doing, you know, doing your thing and, you know, just approach right. things from a business side. All right. Well, I'm also, uh, I'm a business owner. I own a auto glass business, been in business for 11 years, going on our 12th year. Um, just a self-employed individual, does all auto glass door glasses, windshields, back glass, any kind of uh, issues with your auto glass, we take care of it. We do insurance. We accept insurance jobs. We do What's the company? cash jobs. It's Arch Auto Glass. Arch Auto Glass. Help. A-R-C-H Auto Glass. Let's go. And we're out of uh, Denver. We're, we're a mobile service, so we go right to you on the spot, install it right on site, vacuum out your doors, give whatever. Get you out of any kind of trouble that you need. You know, those purse snatchers. Don't leave nothing in your car. That's one For thing sure. I can say. Dude, how much? Do not leave nothing in your car. Listen. That is visible. COVID out of sight, was, out of mind. COVID was shitty. In the aftermath of COVID with some of the, the, you know, I don't know if it's, you know, we can argue about what the reasoning is, but some of the aftermath with, like, just the, the rampant crime and shit like that. Oh, yeah. Dude, how, how how big did boom, business boom for you with, with fucking, like, breaking the cars and things like that, dude? Because oh. I, I my insurance has gone up the last two years, and they keep telling me it's because of, of auto thefts and auto break-ins. So, hey. Hey, you know, you just said it. There's, like, uh, what did they say on the news the other day? There's 300 and, like, or no, 465 cars stolen every like four hours here in Colorado, bro. Are you serious? Yeah. That is crazy. It's something crazy. But hey, that's what happens when you... Gone in 60 seconds for real. For real. (laughs) But that's what happens when you want to, you know, defalonize something like that. It turns into a misdemeanor. If any of you guys knew, like if you just got caught with the stolen car and, you know, you didn't have no warrants, you didn't have anything, you just pulled over and been straight with the cop... They write you a ticket, take the car away from you, and let you walk down the street and hope that you come to your see what court I mean date. by we were raised different. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Listen, like, man, that's like, some bullshit right there I remember in Colorado. In like, you know, what New I mean? Jersey drive days. Yeah, listen, <laughs> not to get not to get not to get too like off with it or too crazy with it, but I get like I was having a, a talk with some folks today at lunch about restorative justice in the schools. You know, and some yeah. of the stuff they do. Like I get it. I get the intentions behind it. And trying not to ruin a young person's life early or trying to figure out ways to, I get it. But at the same time, man, like, there's such a fine line with it, bro. And that line is easily crossed. And it's like anything else, dude. If you give an opportunity for advantage to be taken of, people are going to take advantage of situations. Yes. And, you know, it's. And look at right now. Yeah, dude, that's it's wild. A lot of that's a lot of rides getting, yeah. dude, getting jacked. Well, and just you know. you know, we all got social media now. Uh, yeah, I'm sure if it it, it would might have been different seeing it growing up when we were kids, seeing people you know post videos of cars being snatched up or of stores being ransacked. But I just feel like that shit's more more common now, man. You're seeing it a lot more, dude. Yeah. So yeah. that's wild, man. So and, and then that and you know we've had some hailstorms around here, so I'm bro, sure. Oh man, <laughs> that is a headache in itself. But like, you, hey, that's what I'm in business, business calls, for, right? You know what I mean, right? But even like during COVID, like I thought, oh man, 
I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm yeah. going to have to go. I don't know what I'm going to do, babes. Yeah. Telling the wives, talking to the kids. Like, next thing you know, I am out every single day doing glass. And I'm asking people, like, are you sure you want me to go to your house to go do your glass? Like, So you should appreciate it that get, time. Right? And, <laughs> yeah. I, and, I, and, I, and I, I love my customers to death. Like, yeah. my whole motto of auto glass and doing business is that I'm going to do your glass, but I want to do your mom's glass, too. Right. Because, you know, ain't nobody more important than a mama. Yeah. So yeah. that's my goal. That's the kind of service that Arch Auto Glass tries to put out for everybody is yeah. that, you know that's what I mean? Where I, I'm, I'm going to go the extra mile for anybody. Let's that's for sure. Even if something's you, not right, to, I'm going to make it right, you know? Yeah. I'm going to have to get with you and get my insurance right because I have to. I have a, a windshield that, that uh, I, fucking big-ass rock hit that thing, and then once it got cold. You had mentioned hail, and I was gonna yeah. say, and shout out to C Dot, you yeah. know, because they obviously <laughs> clean the roads real well. And you know, Dude. you're always getting those big ass rocks when you're on the highway popping up and hitting your car, and you're like, yeah. oh, good thing that didn't can hit we, my windshield. Can we go ahead and bitch some more about what the what the you know the state doesn't do, <laughs> like fucking fix potholes in the highway, I'm and then you hit you. them with your car, and your fucking rim is bent, and you have Bro. to go and, figure that and, out. And cities kicking kids off of fields, yeah, yeah. yeah. And right. cities. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought that it would ever like you know what like in all uh, my time I have never you thought your boys thought, was out there doing graffiti yeah exactly Garbage I mean I even said I wish that I I wish I had a whole bunch of spray paint cans for my football players let them just get crazy on yeah them. because you know what I mean like. There's got to be worse things to do than making a dead spot on the grass. No, that's got to be the funniest, like funniest, most frustrating thing is, you know, when someone Karen's out over, mm. over, you know, you, you know, you guys can't be playing football over here. Yeah. You guys can't be training over here. Yeah. You're not supposed to do that here. This is a private Your park. are tearing the grass up. It's just like, man, can you just keep walking? And, and you know, we're, we're out here being productive. You know, whether it's just getting extra work in or we're out here, you know, when we're doing yeah. trainings or something like we're out here working, yeah. you know, and, and, and trying to yeah. trying to get productivity out of person. We're not, you know, breaking into cars and stealing purses mm-hmm. out that shit. You know, it's crazy. I'm going to probably get roasted for this by the like FEMA or the dog community or whatever. Oh, but PETA? Like oh. our PEMA. Get them. Yeah, yeah, FEMA's but, different, but yo, we yeah. talk about yeah, them yeah, too. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, it's like. They took all the fucking parks away from the kids to give them to the dogs. Every fucking park is a oh, dog park dude, now. Get and, like they're letting yeah. dogs shit everywhere, run without their leashes. <laughs> but I can't have a fucking seven and eight year old. But when my kid goes over there and shits on the, on the grass, it's right. a problem. I know. Right. The porta no. potty was disgusting. No. Where did you expect him to no. go? I can't go to the porta potty. There's a man in the women's porta potty. What no. the f- no. no? But really, right? Right. we, were, we yeah. were. You know, last year we're renting a park and. And it's like, oh, you guys can't park here. You can't do this. You can't do that. But there's signs everywhere that says no dogs off leashes. Right. Pick up your dog feces. But kids are rolling in dog shit, shit everywhere. Yeah. Finals running through practice. Remember that? There's bull dog mastiffs sticks. running through the fucking field. Yes. Dog dude. sticks all over the field. Yeah. And all knotted up. Yeah. Knotted up. Like I was grabbing sticks constantly, throwing them off the field. Just there's you know, there's there's neighborhood kids riding their motorcycles through the park. Yeah, everybody's oh, that was dogs. <laughs> Man, what a that distraction! Okay. That, what a distraction <laughs> yeah. for my kid. Like, oh, just oh, watch coach, it. look, shut yeah. up and shut up and get on back on play. Right? Can right? we go, coach? <laughs> uh. No, but yeah, man, it, it, it's crazy how all that, you know. How everything's changed, and I don't know how we went down this path because we were on auto glass. No, so I was no. about to get there. I was about no. to bring us back. Yeah, so Arch Auto Glass. 
tell us where we can find you, get a hold of you, yeah. phone number, if you got an email address, website, whatever. Plug that. What? So because like I said, I know I need a windshield and, and you know, and I've got insurance. We can make we that shit happen. Yeah. You know. And, sure. But I also know there's other people that, that need things, man. You know how it goes. Well, yeah. All right. So not every so let me tell you about Colorado. Colorado Bull it, or Colorado Bull. Colorado is a non uh it's a non comprehensive state. So you got to pay extra for your insurance mm-hmm. to have auto glass coverage. And I don't know what that is, and I don't know what your vehicle you got. But well, I a, allegedly have some coverage from when I bought my vehicle. Right. I got to go look through my book. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But it's like this coverage for life for my windshield shit. Okay, that, so and we'll then, see. And so if that's the case, sometimes you have to go through your dealership on that too. And that's fine, Coach. Like, Fuck don't that. feel bad that. You're not yeah, using I'll just, I'll our glass, but the rest better. <laughs> but the rest of us better. Nah, start we using just our break bread yeah. because hey, I know so, where the bread goes with the deal with, yeah. with with us. I, the, the dealership <laughs> man, they be on some other shit. Oh, dude! All man. of a sudden, something else is ticking in your car. Right? I just replaced the windshield. Yeah, yeah but you got an oil leak. What the fuck you got to do with my oil? I'm just replacing <laughs> <Yeah>. my windshield. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And we put new tires on. Just add them. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Your you brakes look bad too. Yeah. No, they don't. But they so it's a non comprehensive state. So I recommend like just come and get uh call us on my telephone number, seven two zero two nine six eighty six thirty five or you can reach us at uh archautoglass.com and definitely reach out for a quote because I might be able to save you money. Archautoglass.com. A R C H autoglass dot com. Yeah. And if you reach out, you could text message me. I do text messages, email. Hell yeah, we with the yeah. new technology. Right? No, I'm with the easy technology. I'm terrible at answering emails. So when someone text messages me, I'm like, word. Yeah, <laughs> word to the mother bird. You're going to get it right back, right yeah, that fast. No, no. You know what I mean? Hey, and for everybody who, you know, it, you know, living in, you know, the hood still a little bit. Got that crazy baby mama that likes to bust out your windows. Holla at your boy because he'll get you right. All right, because we know that there's some right. out there that gonna take that brick to the window like the uh, baby D. Hey, you ain't even gotta go nowhere. They come to you. Yeah, exactly. They come, come to you. Come right to you. So what we'll do, bro, is we'll make sure we uh, we we write something down real nice. Yeah, and that way. Um, you know, we, we like I said, we like we always hit a, a, a halftime read, and it's whether it's cutthroat barbers and anglers, anytime flood restoration, black sevens, nice. Genesis catering, any of the people that we mess with, lash all beauty, um, you know, anybody that we mess with, man, we we you know it shows love to the either the show or just to us, our teams, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it may be, man. We like to uh, make sure we give shout outs, inkless laser, you know. Um, it's it's love, bro. Because I think when we when we first started doing our podcast, like it was to support some of the stuff we were doing, coaching wise and training wise. And so, yeah, you know, one of the things it was like I saw an opportunity for us to, you know, they say sometimes you got to fake it till you make it. Yeah, right. And and look as professional as you can. Well, you know, let's let's get some commercials, let's get some ads. But mm-hmm. at the same time, like let's not let them be fake ads. Let's yeah. just have it be real. Like let's let it let's let it be our people. You know yeah. what I mean? And and people that support us and show love to us. And so we, that's where we went with it, man. And we just started, uh, you know, throwing these these ads on there, man, to show love to our people. Because, you know what, I think it, when you got a good business, there's no better better promotion of that business than word of mouth. Yeah, for sure. And, and all those uh, companies that you mentioned, I mean... Those are all good families right there. Yeah. Yeah. All good families with those with those companies. I mean, can't can't beat the gente. Can't yeah. beat the around. <laughs> yeah. You know we're going to get down. You know, <laughs> and we're sure. going to do it right too, so. 
Yeah. Totally appreciate you guys. Much love for the podcast. And like I said, I was stoked to be on here. Yeah, like, no doubt. Great. Coach, put me on the pod. Put long over, <laughs> long overdue, my brother. Long overdue. And and you know, like 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 Coach Al said, if you're out there and you're in need of any auto glass. You know, door glass or whatever kind of, you know, anything glass related. Go ahead and give him a call, and if he can help yeah. you, he'll help you. And if not, he'll point you in the right direction. But make sure you definitely shout out and give in holds of Arch Auto Glass. Seven two zero two nine six eighty six thirty five. Bam. Seven two zero two nine six eighty six thirty five. ArchAutoGlass dot Right on. Right. So on. hey, we've been through us. We've been it. We've been through talk about Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yo, I have a feeling this weekend, mm. obviously there's one surefire Hall of Famer playing for sure. For who's, sure. Who's that? Who's that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Are you are you fighting Patrick McKim, bro? Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know I'm what I'm just, saying? I'm just wondering. <laughs> like, hey. Because I, hey, oh, I, I was having this conversation uh, with some other people, and they were kind of hating on it because they're Broncos and Raider fans, and, you know, I'm a Raider fan. But uh, you keep I it also real. give credit when credit Bronco, is Bronco. due. Bronco, Bronco. Hey, I'm a Dolphin fan, and I, I grew up, you know, or not grew up, but I got to see 20 years of, of Tom Brady just dominating the AFC East. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, trust me, it was – me picking Buffalo last week was was kind of uh, hard for me to do, but it's yeah. something, something I thought. But then I was reminded that in, until he's out of the tournament, Patrick Mahomes is him. Bro. And regardless of who he's throwing to, he's going to make it happen. Yeah. And you got to respect greatness. And but I'm curious to see if you know uh, Lamar Miller can 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 be him this weekend and you know break through and make it to where a lot of people say he should make it to and have the expectations to make it to uh, Brock Purdy if he can break through oh. and 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 be in the second year of his career you know a second NFC Championship game potentially first Super Bowl and and start him on a on a path. Of, of greatness that no one saw coming from from Mr. Irrelevant. Yeah. And maybe Jared Goff can break through and get to the Super Bowl for a second time and, you know, show the naysayers who casted him off as done in Los Angeles as being wrong and leading Detroit to their first NFL championship in, in since the 50s. First Super Bowl hey. ever. Charlie hey. Holmes. Hey, I couldn't even believe that. 35 years They've never won a playoff game in 35 years. That that's dog. They haven't won two playoff games in the same season since like '57. Well, that's what I like. Are they never even hosted a game? Since yeah, '69 like or something. Yeah, like that. You know what else is a crazy style? You're talking about McHim. McHim. And this last week was his first road playoff game of his career. He's never not been in the AFC Championship since he's came into the NFL. Dog. He's been in the league seven years. He's been the starter for six years. He's been to six NFC, or six AFC championship games. That's what I'm saying, bro, that's like, wild, dude. That's wild. You can't, you can't and, mock that. Like, right, right. and I can hate on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. And Trade that motherfucker to the had NFC. A very good shot at beating Tom, at beating Tom Brady in that very first a, a AFC championship game they that did. he played in. You know, and it would have been them playing in the Super Bowl. So until he's gone, bro, like until he gets bounced, I. I I gotta bow down to that and, and say that's the guy. That's that's the dude because what is it? What does the NFL show you more than anything? I think football shows you this, but professional football, NFL football specifically, does is if you got the quarterback, you got a shot no matter what you got else on there. Yeah, yeah. You you know it's it's kind of crazy because you got the AFC and it's the battle 
of the athletic mobile quarterbacks, right? You got Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson, and Pat Mahomes. Yeah. Then you go to the NFC, and not saying those guys aren't athletic, but, but you got more the more of the pocket passer, yeah. prototypical quarterback, and Brock Purdy and Jared Goff. You know, so it's like. The best of both worlds, and then they're going to collide Bro, yeah. they in were Vegas so, for the Super Bowl. I saw this ridiculous yeah. stat that Brock Purdy is averaging 9.8 yards per pass, and it's the most uh, it's the most out of any quarterback in NFL history. Jeez. You see Shador makes more money than him on NFL deals? <laughs> I believe it, bro. Hey, I'm not surprised. Hey. That's a new thing right there. Yep. I'll tell you staying what. Staying in college. Staying in college, making that money. That's, I mean, who could ask for something better? You know what I mean? Like For sure. You don't, you're, I, like I said, call, I'm I interested in see how college. I don't even know if I'd want to go college, to the NFL. Right? Why? Why would you? Yeah. Why would you want to play by those guys' rules when exactly. you play by Well, they the were saying rules, there was some. You know, some anything goes. <laughs> there was some rumors out there that they were trying, that boosters at Ohio State were ready to offer uh Marvin Harrison Jr. like twenty million yeah. to forego the NFL draft this year and to come back for for another year. Dog, could you imagine living in college, bro? I'd with play, a bankroll like that, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd oh. stay in college. I'd stay, no, I'd stay in college bro. and then I'd go and play in like and own my own team in in another league, <laughs> right? Like, like I'm just gonna go buy a team in the yeah, NFL, and I'm not playing. I'm gonna be NFL a, ain't going president. Thing. NFL ain't going nowhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What's another year? Like, obviously, if you get hurt, but it's not like back in the old days where some of these kids had to make the jump just to, like, they want to provide something for their family, right? You know, it's not like that no more if you're getting NIL money. And, like, guys like Marvin Harrison Jr., guarantee he's been getting NIL money since, you know, his first year. Like, there's no question about it. Yeah. Since it's been there. You know it. And Ohio State's always been paying their players anyway, whether it be in tattoos or cars or Come whatever. On. Allegedly. Come on now. Allegedly. Come allegedly. on now. Allegedly. Oh, hey, yeah. and, and the oh, thing is, hey, is like, he's a Buckeye fan, so I have to throw his shots hey, every now and again, my guy. I was like, out of all the colleges, Ohio State was talking about. What the hell's going oh, on here? This is an attack. We just it's had an attack. <laughs> Alabama's like the most known. In Yo, speaking of Alabama, what about Kalen? The board going over there, bro. Bro, shout out Tiff text me right away because you know that was Tiff. Oh, I was going Tiff's. back and forth with Tiff, dude. I was like, dude, yeah. that's your guy. Yeah, that was his old uh college coach or whatever. And and you know, he was pretty stoked to see that. He was I remember when he got the job at Washington, he yeah. was stoked. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he went from South Dakota to Washington. Yeah. And then, you know, he kills it at Washington and all of a sudden Saban retires and he's the next guy. Dog, talk about bro. like dude started at, you know, uh, you know, he went from Sioux Falls, turned mm-hmm. that program into to just a championship, a, a championship program, program with multiple national titles. Consistent championship. Tiff program. lets me know that all the time. He's got a couple of things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and then, he you know, he takes the leap into NCAA. He's coaching at Indiana. He's coaching at um, I forget where else he went. And then he, he, he finds himself at Washington. Turns Washington in two years to, you know, this team that's competing for national title, and then now you're leading arguably one of the most historic college football teams in the in the, in the country. Like, it's wild, man. Some would say that's meteoric. Yeah. yeah. Oh, look at that. How old is he? Uh, I don't know. Do you know, coach. I mean, fifties or it probably the mid fifties, late sixties. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't. I, I think you better put some respect on his name. You think he's younger than that? Yeah, I don't think he's that old. Let's. No. We got to call Tiff real quick. I don't think he's that old. I would actually say he's probably like early fifties, late forties, if anything. Oh, maybe I, I was thinking wrong. I'm, I'm saying mid fifties. That's pretty, still. That seems even old. 
I think like Let's I see. even made him older than he should be. Oh no, see this picture. Yeah. He's forty nine. Fuck. Damn. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought forty nine. Hey, he's from South Dakota so, too. You know, he he he's a proven coach and you see people, you know, there's a lot of coaching changes that are going on consistently. Right. And he went to Alabama and just cause Saban's gone. Doesn't mean that the recipe is going to be gone there, right? They're still no. going to get high end recruits. They're still yep. going to be Alabama yep. at the purse. end of the day, and now, yeah, and now, and they're still going to be paying those players like you were talking about. Um, and now, <laughs> yeah. now they got another proven coach, and and let's say he wins a national title there, or he starts proving there, will he pull a hardball and make the leap to the, the NFL? NFL? Yo, how messed up is it, man? That. Um, you know, whoever you know, Gerard Mayo now replacing Bill Belichick in New England. Mm-hmm. You got Kalen DeBoer replacing, you know, Nick Saban at Alabama. Dog, them are big shoes to fill. They are. They're, you know, yeah. and think about, you know, Nick Saban going in there, you know, and living with the ghost of of, of um of Bear Bryant, you know, all the time, everywhere you go, you know, getting compared to Bear Bryant. And then all of a sudden you finish it and you're the greatest coach in Alabama history. Yeah. Like, that's wild, bro. That's well, well I, and it wasn't really, I guess it was kind of like that for Belichick, but not really, because even when he was with Parcells, a lot of those teams, some would say the defense was the, you know, the, well, the, the, the it aspect of it. You talk about the Giants, they had LT, right? That defense was remarkable. Well, yeah. And that was Bill Belichick. And you remember, though, too, yeah. like Belichick had a crack at it. In Cleveland, it didn't mm-hmm. work out. Didn't work I mean, out. he led him to the playoffs. Yep. But ultimately, it didn't work out. He was what the co- the Jets coach for a day. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? And then got out of that situation and became the Patriots coach. And you know, <laughs> you can say what you want to say. You know, obviously, Tom Brady was there. That's a funny story with the Jets and the the one it day. Is, right? it is. Isn't that like just? I don't oh, want to coach the Jets. Great. I it's think like, it's great. Like, don't speak for me. You don't know that I want this job. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, come on, a, Parcells. You're my boy, but don't get like that's uh, like <laughs> Al volunteering me, volunteer me to yeah. go coach somebody tomorrow. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. talk to me first. Yeah. But, okay. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Most of us be like, all right. Yeah. We're, Dom's we're good, gonna be the Dom's gonna be the head coach tomorrow. The fifth of the uh, sixth grade team, or no, it'll be uh, seventh grade team next year. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Art. Seventh, eighth grade team. We just hired him. You got that drama, Coach. Go ahead. We're, we're <laughs> going to bring you down to the first grade team. Hey, and, hey, oh, coach. by the way. <laughs> that, I mean, those little guys. No. I, I do have a passion for the little guys. I get all jealous when I see you guys coaching them. And, you know, there's, those are true butterfly chasers right there. Dog, I'm them kids like, are crazy, oh. bro. Not on my team. Hey, if you're looking to come and play on my team, for all you kids who are younger kids, Third graders going into fourth grade. We do not chase butterflies on my team. You chase butterflies, you're going to <laughs> find yourself chasing a tree, chasing the pole, chasing the... Dom's like, oh, you want to play in the grass? Yeah. Drop down and do some push-ups. Yeah, we don't play that. We hold them youngsters accountable. You know what I'm saying? It's boot camp in that motherfucker. Hey, yeah. you know, we work. Yeah, we you work, guys bro, do work. And, you guys do and, work. And, but. and there's no reason why a youngster can't be held to the same standard as a, as an older kid. Hey, you know what I mean? Because once on they get helmet. that age, hey. they're going to be prime. What's, yep. what's one way to change the future? You set the standard and right. give them something to follow. To build it. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yes. And we, we and everyone always says they want to see shit differently. Well, we have the opportunity with what we do as coaching to see things, to, to see that the future is different. Mm-hmm. And we set the standard by what we expect from these kids. And it might be the only place they ever get have expectations or have standards to live up to. Yes. Um, and so they're going to learn it from us. I was taught that this year. I was taught that this year by 
two of them are our coaches that we brought on. I brought on two new coaches. I brought in an offense coordinator and brought on a offense coordinator slash a defensive coordinator assistant. And they, I mean, I totally wanted to cater to my team. And they were like, no, nah, you're not catering to your team, Mark. We're going to do this and we're going to do it. And if we lose, we're going to do it. And I'm like, I don't want to lose. I don't want to lose. And they're like, don't worry, coach. We're going to get you a championship. Yeah. And, and they and promised. That's Coach Rod, Coach Josh Samala. Josh Samala. Shout out. Shout out to my whole entire coaching staff. For sure. Yeah, bro. Coach Matt Gallegos. He's been with me. Shout like, out to Coach I've been, Matt. I was his defense coordinator. And then he came over, been my offense coordinator. He got busy with his girls. Shout out to his baby girls, too. They just yes. took down the RMN tournament out in Cheyenne. Congratulations, yeah. young ladies. Oh, yeah. My two nieces are badass. Yeah, they're my killers, bro. Badass. I mean, they're killers they're, on the map. They're, they're gonna, they got a bright future in wrestling. Yeah. I'm trying to, tell, trying to talk them into hanging up their uh, softball gloves. And oh, just really? going full time, yeah. I'm always constantly. Well, you know, I'm always breaking out scenario for them. I'm like, you know, best athletes are wrestlers. So that means if you want to become a softball player by your freshman sophomore year, you just walk on the field and become a starter. But if you stay on the grind of wrestling, you know, get that state championship. Dog, it's so title. cool. To, like the, the ladies, though, like ladies wrestling Shoot. in high school now. Dude, it's 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 getting so big. Yes, and yeah, you know, it's dope to see. It's yeah. dope to see the, the, them late young ladies deserve a shot. They do uh, to compete against other young women and show that they're the best. Yeah, you know what I mean. There's a couple that like my kids competed against. Like my older boy, he competed against this conduit lady. Now she's like ranked number one in the nation. For wrestling, but man, she used to whoop my older boy, dude. It was crazy. Those are crazy wrestlers, yeah. bro. And she was flexible, tough, great quick. wrestler. Yeah, great wrestler. Then my son wins one time. You should have seen him, bro. He celebrated like he won the Super Bowl. Oh. And I, me and the dad are looking at each other, and I'm like, <laughs> "You're like this," and you, like I said, I'm humble, so yeah. I'm just sitting there looking at him, like, and he just starts shaking his head with like the shittiest grin. Now me and him are like. Coolest homies inside the wrestling room. Like, yeah. we're always talking. His youngest daughter wrestled against my youngest, or my Davey now. And it's, it's, our families have collided a couple yeah, times and tight. it's been cool. Yeah, now. Well, you've but, had, you've had young ladies that, that have wrestled in the state tournament, placed in the state tournament, yeah. you know, and now Jazzy they, Gallegos. now they got a chance, not only if they, you know, Shout to, 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 to get it, get it popping. Right. Yeah. Like that, like, I mean, that, that Pomona girl team is, whoa. Watch out! Yeah, Pomona yeah. wrestling, is, just yeah, Pomona wrestling is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah they, they they're mean, good. They they are they're good. They're going to tear this this season. They will yeah. get their what is it? Their fifth, S- fifth or sixth straight. They're the Cherry yeah, Creek High School fifth. of Wrestling, bro. Like yeah, you yeah. know we seen yeah. Cherry Creek with their run that just ended this year. Yeah, you know what I mean. But what do you think about that, Coach? Oh, I in, did I predict it? Did nah, you? I'm pretty sure you were on some. I'm pretty sure I said Columbine's running game was going to win the this game. This guy always. We're going to go back and watch the pod. If you don't, if like you that. don't check out any episodes, Fact make check sure us, you please. hit out dnasportsdenver.com <laughs> and check out one of our episodes yeah. of the podcast. Find out if Dom really, yeah. really did predict it. This dude's good. So yeah. last Super Bowl, and we'll make our we'll make our picks for the NFL championship okay. here in a second. But last Super Bowl, um, we're we're doing like a pre pre Super Bowl podcast and. Uh, this dude's like, Kansas City's going to be losing by a couple touchdowns at the half. They're yeah. going to come back, and they're going to win 34-31. <laughs> bro, bro the, fucking, bro, the fucking game ended, and I call him. I'm like, 
Tell me you laid some money on that. Yeah. Because you predicted that shit yeah, on the podcast, exactly bro. Like Tell me you laid wrong. some money on that. Damn. He's like, I did it, but I should have. I was like, don't uh, even talk like, to me, dude. Later. <laughs> they're, 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 I, thought I, could, I thought I could borrow some money from you. Bro. The, the crazy thing is history might repeat itself. No. Bro, and I, the fact that they're going to be behind and they're going to come back in a valiant effort. Come on, Domstradamus. They're still going to lose to the 49ers. Ooh, I, I just gave you my picks. Hey, listen. Ooh. Jeez, I guess, man. Well, I told you no, we are going to get to that. No, no. It's all right. Listen, I'll do it again. I felt like Lynn Swan in, in The Waterboy when Vicky Valancourt, yeah. you know, ain't no guess. It's going to happen. Yeah. And then it happens and, you know, he's he looks back at her and she's all, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how I felt, bro. Yeah. I was like, hit this motherfucker up and he's all, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like that's dog. Good, that's yeah. dog. Coach, we gotta go to Vegas. Well, you know, you hey, down like that, then it'll never Vegas. work, right? Hey, no. coach, listen, a broken clock is right twice. So yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, um, but you so you say Kansas City, San Francisco for the Super Bowl? Yeah, man. You know, we had some great games this last weekend. Let's talk about. <laughs> let's recap those a little bit. You know, Kansas City has proven time in and time out with Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes. They're a hard duo to beat, bro. Yep. Like they yep. figure it out. They're they're very consistent. And what I tell people all the time, when you play teams like the this Chiefs team, like Brady when he was with the Patriots, like you have to score. And you have to score consistently. I don't care how good yeah. your defense is. If you don't consistently score against these guys, you're gonna lose. ABS yeah. but always be scoring. They're gonna score, yep. and and you know they figured out a way to do it. And and you know I know that game was looking like Buffalo was gonna pull it out. Their run game was phenomenal to start out the game, and I do think the Chiefs are gonna battle with the Ravens because the Ravens have a phenomenal O line. Yeah, better. Some would say better than Buffalo, but I still think the Chiefs have the recipe. The thing is, and, bro, and Lamar doesn't. The thing is, you gotta capitalize when the Chiefs mess up. You do. And you know, yes. they got that ball. They 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 running it in. They fumble the ball out of the end zone. Touchback for Buffalo, off of, off a of bullshit fake punt that they did yes. with Demar Hamlin. Mm-hmm. I seen the funniest meme. They said they was trying to get Demar Hamlin to make a wish uh, first down. But <laughs> 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 they tried that. Fun. They tried that stupid ass fake punt in their own side. Right. And then they their defense bails them out, gives yeah. them the ball back. And they don't do nothing with it, man. That's right there. I knew that that it was done. Yeah, dude. Like, it's like okay. I'm like, you got to score. That I was, was your in chance. The airport watching that, and right. I was like, that was like that was your chance. Well, they had ten on the field, to. right? They they had ten on the field, and they're like, okay, we're gonna audible and fake this punt. Like, dude, just kick it and get down mm-hmm. there and take advantage of their low numbers. Oh, then you muff the punt. You muff the punt on that, and yeah. you give him the ball like on the forty-two yard line, forty something. Yeah, yard yeah. Line. It, 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 you know. Oh, I agree bro. with you until, you know, Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, they figure it out. I think. You can't you throw know. that Kelsey in there, too. Yeah. Yeah, man. Hey, when the Taylor's Checo, there, boy. I mean, they're a scary don't, team, bro. Don't do, th- don't do that. I'm sorry. A scary I'm sorry. Team. Am I acting like the NFL trying to give me some Taylor push? No. If you just say her name, I just start, like, Yo, what are the singer songs? What about Jason Kelsey, bro? Did you see him fucking yeah, yo, doing was, shots right, in the parking lot? Jumping bro. out the window. It was cool of him, too, to pick up that, that little girl. girl and bring like, it to the window. Yeah, yeah dude. That, dude, he's a bro. I hope he doesn't retire, dude. bro. Like, I really wanted the Eagles to go to the Super Bowl for him. Watching his show, Kelsey, I don't know if you checked it out yet. Yeah. Dude, that dude's... Their, their family is just... 
they're cool people, bro. And Dude, well, I wanted him to win. You know I love I mean? offensive linemen, so Me like, too. you know especially, what I mean, like especially offensive linemen like him. Like, yeah, dude. You, know, there's, you mean, guys are characters. Look at that, you that it, coach. Bro. Yeah, offensive linemen. Yeah. they are characters, yeah. bro. We're and also you know what smart. Out the best out of linemen. Uh, they're just mad protectors, bro. Yeah. If you put it in, you put that like even when you're coaching, you put that. That thought in their mind that they got to protect somebody. Oh, I've already told they, my son, I know. if anybody ever hits Samuel or does yeah. something late, you better get you better get a penalty. Yeah, and, and 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 bro, they're just on a whole different level of being a protector. I yeah. mean, and then and then, then nice. the defensive linemen, they're Raiders, man. They're they're mm. coming in, they're yeah. taking. Yeah, they're they're here, death destruction, yeah. bat out of hell, fucking. We're inflicting pain. Yep, yep. <laughs> we're, we're 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 breaking down your walls and we're invading your castle, bro. And yeah. there's nothing you can do about it. That's yeah. what I love about the trenches, dude. Yeah, because you got the ultimate protectors trying to keep the castle safe, <laughs> and you got dudes yeah. that just want to do harmful things to your quarterback. All the time, bro. Like, yeah. So yeah. who do you got this weekend, Art? Me. Personally, man, I was on that Ravens trip until you just start breaking down that KC time. I mean, <laughs> that's a hard team to beat no matter what. You know what I mean? That's just one of those those teams that, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll be memorable mm-hmm. at that moment. So I got KC and I got uh, – It is man. in Baltimore. It is Baltimore. It is in Baltimore. You know those. Is Baltimore tougher to play at than Buffalo? You know what? That mindset of you playing against the the Baltimore Ravens, you know, but he gets over that. Like that's Mahomes still, no matter what. He's not intimidated. He's down to play. So are they more familiar with playing in Buffalo? Right. I think they're more familiar with playing Buffalo than they are, you know, playing in. But they, they're not. I mean, they played Ravens last year and they lost to the Ravens. The Ravens put it on them pretty good. But man, it's hard. Like the Chiefs in the regular season now, dude. They're starting to become like, like, like you know, Patriots. Like, like the old Yankees. Like, just get there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just yeah, get that's there. Good. That's and good then mentality. once they get there, fuck, dude. Forget about it. Yeah. They're a whole different animal. And they're kind of like, like, like you were mentioning with Davy, right? They don't really care all about too much about what you're gonna do. Right, you see Mahomes on the sideline and Josh Allen scoring touchdowns, and he's just like, "Okay, my turn." Yep, they're gonna. Like, do I'm them. just gonna go do me and wait for you to make a mistake. Right, because we're not gonna make a mistake. We're gonna stay consistent and we're gonna do our job because we practice to stay consistent. Mm. When you make that mistake, then we're gonna pounce, and mm. that's why I think they'll beat the Ravens because I think Lamar Jackson's gonna make a mistake. Well, of course, but like uh, you know, I think the perfect game plan for the Ravens would be. Go back to the old Lamar, you know, go mm-hmm. back to that crazy just sets of three running backs, him in the backfield, zero wide receivers, and just run it down their throat. Yeah. Run it down their throat because I really don't see KC's defense, rushing defense, mm-hmm. being able to stop that. Mm-hmm. But will they abuse Will they abuse Mr. Lamar like that? I don't think so. So here's, here's what I think, and I think what Baltimore needs to do is I think Baltimore needs to go big. You know, you get Mark Andrews back this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yes. Have it set with him and Isaiah Likely in. Yeah. Right? Attack that middle. You know they're going to come after Lamar. Attack that middle. And yeah. and use them big targets. Make it like the old Aaron Hernandez, Rob Gronkowski offense. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Where you can – because I don't see them attacking uh, the Chiefs on the outside. You know, they're, 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 their secondary has been good this year. They've been holding it down a little bit. You know yeah. what I mean? But I think – they can get them up the middle. The only problem I see with that is you're going to have to develop the play action. 
And I don't know if Lamar is really Lamar is the play action. But he's not that he's not that patient, right? He's gonna he's gonna do one, he's gonna fake the play action, he's gonna look for that read. If it's not there, he's gone. And yes. they're gonna if you start to put double tight ends, they're gonna also start to stack that box a little bit. They're gonna play that run, expecting you to try to hit him over the top with the play action. That's where I think he'll start. To well, and I think that's why you got to be successful with your run game early. I think this could be one of the best AFC championships that we've Listen, seen. Listen, if yeah, they're successful ever. with their run game early, like you said, they start they start stacking that box. Then you can go ahead and go play action, just dump over the top, or they start blitzing to stop your run. Yeah, and you start hitting them hot routes real quick. You start hitting Isaiah Likely, who that dude's athletic, bro. He is. That dude is athletic. Like he's he's something else, bro. Was it last week or the week before we had that one handed grab? I think it was the week before, bro. That but was... he's he's no, it was last week because they didn't play the week before. Oh yeah, he's good, week. dude. Like he he's good, bro. Like um, you know, so I think you know if if they're able to establish the run game against Kansas City, they give themselves a shot. Um, I cut Art off. Where, who were you picking, Art? You picking Kansas City or Baltimore? Uh, I was, but you, you going know with what? You going with Baltimore? You stick with your gut, bro. What I'm is, going Baltimore, bro. And what about the uh, NFC side? NFC? Mm, I, you know what? I am not a big fan of Prudy at all. Bro. Nah. I do not like all the, all the jazz that dude's getting just because – that team's dope. That team is, is fucking dope. good, you, dude. You, if you just don't make a mistake as a quarterback and just be, yeah, you don't you, have to be. Very you don't good. have to be very good. Mm-hmm. And I'm not. And I did look at his numbers. His numbers were pretty good last mm-hmm. last week. Um, what were they like? Twenty nine for thirty five or something yeah, like that. Good. That's that's good. I mean, I. But after you get like, if you watch that game, you probably come around and say, "Oh, what did he do? Throw the ball like fifteen times." Cause that's what I would I would I pretty that's what I thought I was gonna see there and I was gonna throw that on both of you but yeah no it was a lot more but well then you think oh he threw it to Debo Samuel once huh well and Debo got hurt early yeah well, yeah and he's and so questionable he making, right now right have they yeah, said he's gonna play or not he's, he's, he, there's no crack and there's no fracture so it's just a matter of pain tolerance yeah you know uh, Jennings started catching some big plays in that game against Green Bay you know that yeah. I, I I thought Green Bay was gonna take that game for a I, second I was there. gonna say that was a game where they could have lost the field goal yeah. once their field goal kicker missed that field goal we talk about. That you know when Buffalo didn't take advantage of that fumble, right. once Green Bay's kicker missed that field goal, that's when I knew like, yo, fucking here comes here comes Green, uh, San Francisco. You don't, yeah, you got to score. You can't slip on a team yep. like that. Got to knock out the champ, bro. Yeah, you yeah. know you cannot slip on a team like that. So you going you going San Francisco or Detroit? Uh, I'm going San Francisco. So you got I'm San big, Francisco. I'm a big Christian McCaffrey fan. So you got that. San Francisco, Baltimore. Yeah. Are you subscribing to the conspiracy theories I've seen online, Coach? I seen it. I seen it. it. Yeah, that, I mean. That shit was so stupid, dude, because I started thinking that. What if the power goes out and it's, like, reversed this year? (laughs) Ravens get screwed this year? Power ain't going out in Vegas, baby. We got you covered. It ain't going out there. Yeah, it's not not exactly the Superdome. You might get a flood. You might get a flood. Although, although, hey, did you see the, the grass over there? For the Raiders' last game, that Broncos Raider game, they were showing the grass over there. It looked it looked like dog shit. And I think about last year's grass at in Arizona, and it was dog shit. Well, are I we gonna have are we gonna have a turf situation this year? No, I, I'm pretty sure they had a a, a situation where they just because had, they got had that, too much action on the grass before that game, and so then. Because they got that dope situation where they they can take their, in, their, their yeah dude I think that's so fucking cool yeah, bro it's tight. like that stadium's dope that stadium the Cardinals playing is dope who you got uh, but it, it was the dumbest shit ever though bro because you know what they they had the Super Bowl the Super Bowl uh, 
logo out at the beginning of the year. It could have been Minnesota and, and Kansas City. It could have been, you know, Baltimore and Arizona. There's not the only two teams is Baltimore and San Francisco. Yeah. That being said, <laughs> now my my heart, my heart, my down. heart wants to say Detroit just because they ain't, you know, they ain't been to the Super Bowl. Hey, I like that thing you said earlier. Yeah. With, with your Detroit and Detroit. Oh, the Detroit and Michigan. That'd be yeah, tied up. bro. That'd be sick. That would be dope. Um, plus, it'd be cool to see Eminem at the Super Bowl. I know that's Dom's favorite MC. And, uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, 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 I think uh, I think San Francisco's going to be too big of an ask for Detroit to go do on the road. Right. I think San Francisco. What's wrong with too big of an ass? Oh, you said ask. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, I'm, no, no, I'm always, nothing wrong with I'm always with ass. the big old ass over here. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think Detroit's going to fall short to San Francisco. They'll make it a close game, make it interesting. Um, I think San Francisco coming out the NFC, and I'll take um, my mind's telling me no. Your body, I, I'm gonna have to say, uh, body is telling me to pee on her. <laughs> I'm gonna take, uh, I'm, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna give the kids a dad, I'm gonna take Baltimore, yeah, Baltimore. And, okay. I, and I think, I think what happens is they establish that run game early, and I think they ride that shit out. So, hey, it's and, and I can see this being a you know a twenty to to seventeen kind of defensive struggle. Both teams got really good defenses, and I can see that Baltimore and KC are talking about Baltimore and KC. Okay. Yep, and I can see it being a, a defensive struggle, but I can also see it being a score fest. You know what I mean? But I think Baltimore consistently all year long has been that team, and you know I think last week you know they they started a little slow, got them jitters out, and and stepped on the gas. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, I, I think what they do on the inside with 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 Roquan Smith and, and Patrick Queen, you know, and then and then what they do up front, I think that's going to make a difference. And you know, uh, the best way to to stop Mahomes is to fluster him, and I think that's the best way to stop any great quarterback is to, to fluster him, hit him a lot, make him know that you're there. You might not sack him, right? But if you beat the shit out of him every time you get back there, you know, you leave that in their mind and. You know, I don't care who you are as yeah. a quarterback. You know, we've seen it from the greatest with Tom Brady, you know, and um, I think Baltimore gets through, bro, and it'd be Baltimore, San Francisco. Hey, I, hey. I, I hey. you know, I'm not going to disagree with you too much on it, but, but I'm sticking with my guns. 50% chance rain up in Baltimore this weekend. That's cool. Let's go. That plays, that, that makes it even better. Hey, I, I don't even yeah. care about the weather. I've seen this motherfucker. You know, playing five below the weather when it's like a thirty degree wind chill, thirty below oh, wind I chill. Know. I seen him playing in the snow in Baltimore and Buffalo. You, Are you calling in no sick more. there? Are you calling in sick there? I'm calling in sick if they're making me play football in that uh, kind of weather. Uh, Negative twenty three. What was it after after I was, wind? I'd be calling Negative like 22. Goodell. Like, you sure you ain't gonna just postpone this one? You postpone no, Buffalo. Postpone. Like, come no, on, Buffalo. Buffalo. Hey, hey, Kansas City was like, we ain't no bitches. Hey, did you see Buffalo Stadium though when they shoveled it before the game last week? <laughs> Dude, the last two weeks they've they've hired that motherfuckers. Shit was crazy. They were bro. paying motherfuckers twenty dollars an hour, and they gave them tickets to the game. That's dope. Oh. Sign me up. Yeah. Uh, dude, for real. So, yeah, yeah, I would. I would have paid for my flight and caught it out there and how Yeah, right. where are you going? Shovel snow. Yeah, <laughs> checking in my shovel. They're like, hey, you're not from here, are you? <laughs> nope. Yeah, you know what's crazy though? Like, I said Niners, right? And I said the Chiefs. Yep. However, oh, you're gonna here we go. He's flip flopping. I'm not flip flopping. I'm staying with my do pick. It. Do it. And I'm staying with my pick because my pride too. 
I have this also conspiracy that Detroit and the NFL are trying to figure out how to pay for that stadium that they haven't quite paid for. And the only way is to bring them a Super Bowl trophy. And so... What are you talking about? Detroit Stadium? Yeah. Motherfucker, them are the Fords. That's all right, bro. Them are the Fords. Bro, trust. I still think that the NFL might want to get them that. that I think, I think. Mm. So I hope that doesn't happen. But they have had quite some road this far in the playoffs, beating the Rams, who are that hot team, right? Yeah, but they're better than the Rams. They are. They, (laughs) They were better than the Rams. They were, but the Rams were very hot at the end, and they're a proven team, right? That's scary. Sure. It's like playing the Chiefs. Some would argue Detroit was pretty hot on the, uh, coming in, too, though. Eh, not really. That was a good I don't think so. I mean, good they're story. good. They're a great, great team. Right? Okay, and then so they beat Tampa, then who they, was also the hot team. And they beat Tampa, Tampa was, which is also a tough team to beat. And now they're going up against a team in the 49ers. But are you saying that they that, – that I think that they if anybody can pull an upset this weekend – I think they would be the upset, yes. and I think they can win. But you were saying it like the NFL was getting them through. No, I'm saying I don't want that. That's why I'm picking the Niners because I think they're the better team, the Niners. But I also am picking them because I do not want Detroit to go because I've been feeling. Because <laughs> I hate Eminem. <laughs> no, because I've been feeling that the NFL is trying to kind of put them, put them there before they're even supposed to be there. And if that happens, I'll lose faith in the NFL a little bit. No, so I think I, I think the happen. Detroit Lions. I, you should want the Detroit Lions to win because why? because they're the epitome of how a team should be built, bro. Like they they fucking went in there. They got a coach who 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 rested on his convictions. Right? He was he was who he was. They, they, hey, listen, he no, was who he was. I'm a Barry fan. They Fuck built. They, listen, they built that over <laughs> right. Hey, Barry Sanders. They fan. built that over three years, bro. Hey, getting better each year, adding pieces each year. Yeah. Like, dude, Goss redemption. Like, no, that's a team that you can li- you can like, bro. They're running backs, you know what I mean? The Bears just let Montgomery go. They, they don't offer him, right? He all he did for them is produce. Jack me Goff. Hey. 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 Everybody been ro- hey. rode off on that team. Everybody was rode off on that team. Just yeah, no, no, they got Aiden Hutchinson. I, I, I was just about to say, you know, I can't get out of here without talking about the defensive line and Aiden Hutchinson, bro. He is probably one of my favorite pass rushers in the league right now. Just not just everything about him. And then after the game last week, like everybody's like celebrating, right? And he's a Detroit boy. Like he's you know he's from Michigan or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And. He's just sitting in, and he's just, like, taking it all in, bro. Like, he's a fan still, and he's like, fuck. Like, he grew up watching that team, down. bro. Yeah, he, knows and, the, he knows the he history. He knows the struggle, and yep. then he, he helped, like, get them to where they're going now. And you yeah. can see, like, just the, like, the, the shock, but also, like, the, the pride and joy in being able to help with that, bro. And that's scary, too, because. Yeah. Listen, if there's any concern about that it. stadium not getting paid for, it's going to be come from the Detroit side of things, yeah, right. and not the and not the Ford side of <laughs> yeah, things, bro. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the the they the Ravens are kind of like that though too. There's a lot of road off people on that team. Yeah, you know what I mean, they that's kind of where they are. That and I want them to win just because they cut Melvin Gordon. Oh, <laughs> now they, you want to get ten extra points right, for that shit. Let's get Dalvin. <laughs> hey, let's get Dalvin that ring, right? Yeah, get well, Dalvin. But or the double Harbaugh championship in the, the same double, year. Ooh. That would be cool. The double Harbaugh. 
the Michigan, the Michigan Detroit championship would be cool. You know what I don't want to see though? I Dog. do not want to see fucking Taylor Swift and Eminem at Dog. the Super Bowl. How about <laughs> look? How about Detroit? Tell me your Eminem. Listen, <laughs> Detroit, right? Detroit and Baltimore. Because you're either going to get the Michigan Detroit Super Bowl victory, or you're going to get the double Harbaugh Super Bowl victory, the double Harbaugh championship victory. Yeah, that would be the perfect fucking. That would be a boring Super Bowl to me. Nah, dude. I'd rather see. I think Detroit, I think Detroit hey, takes that. No, no, you think so? Yeah, bro. I think Baltimore beats the hell out of them, bro. No way. Nah, dude. I, do. I think Lamar ain't doing no damage. In I that. think if the <laughs> Chief, if the Chiefs yes, do depends. lose this weekend, I think they'll lose by big. Listen, lose. listen. Yeah. Your yeah. Super Bowl champion is going to win the AFC Championship this weekend. Mm. Yeah. Your Super Bowl champion is going to win the AFC mm. Championship I've been this saying weekend. NFC is going to win the Super Bowl. You've been, you actually hey, been saying the Niners. You've been saying that shit, and you've been talking about the Cowboys. I did, but the NFC is going to win the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Hey, the yeah. NFC has been underwhelming this playoff season, whereas the AFC has fell right as it's supposed to. Like the Dolphins? No, you had the one, two, three, four, yeah. right? Get through. And okay. now you got what? The one two getting through, or no, the one three. I guess all right because Buffalo. It's was the same two. on both sides. It's the one versus three on both. But sides. what I'm saying is though, to me the NFC, bro, like just been a little underwhelming. You had the Dallas Cowboys fucking shit the bed, you know. Yeah. I mean, come on, bro. It's kind of been the same. Come on, bro. You How had, you gonna lose you to the Miami? Seed? Miami shit the bed. Miami shit the bed. Started shit the bed. Dallas Listen, shit the bed. you keep pointing Ooh. out Miami. You keep Man, pointing out Miami. Show up, huh? Like the same, both of them. You keep yeah. you keep pointing out Miami, but you know? but I need to point out to you that Miami been shitting the bed since the regular season. They were Let's not forget, on. dog. Miami had the number two seed, was the number one seed when they lost to Baltimore. Let's not forget for the majority right? of the year Let's they were like number that. one or two offense. That's what I'm all year long. Offense don't win championships, bro. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck <laughs> if I'm an offensive lineman. They didn't even get in the red zone. Defense wins championships. The they bro. didn't reach the red zone versus the Chiefs. Bro, what are yeah. you supposed to do? Bro. All right, what are you supposed to do when you've lost? Fucking, no, I, you've I, had you've I had several different offensive line combinations. Yeah, you've lost your best two pass rushers. You lost your best linebacker, right? You had your other be- your your other your fourth best pass rushers on a gimp leg. Mm-hmm. Dog, at, at some point attrition sets in. What are you supposed it to does. do? You it know does. what I mean? And and then. That's not. This and this is something I pointed out. Even though I picked him, dog. Miami's zero and ten in their last ten opportunities when the weather's below forty. Dog, like Ooh. Miami's chance, chances to to advance in the playoffs finished when they lost to Buffalo that last game of the season. I agree because yeah. they were not going on the road to win anything. No, you know, not against the, those. It players. was sus for them to be home to win anything with the way Buffalo's playing. With the way Kansas City plays in the playoffs, with the way Baltimore is, like you know what I mean. So I was realistic with that, bro. You ain't got to keep keep throwing them in there. I'm gonna keep throwing them in there because Finkel and Einhorn. The Raiders was watching from the fucking from the from the crib. We're just keeping the seat warm for you. Hey, I don't, you can say look, people can say <laughs> hey, people can say what they want about I'm the Dolphins this year. People can say over. what they want about the Dolphins this year. They beat the Broncos by 50 points, and they beat the Raiders this year. Uh, and, and and it got me some paper when they beat the Raiders because it does every time we beat the Raiders. And, you know, living here in Denver, it was cool just being able to be like, oh, which team do you like? Oh, I'm a Dolphins fan. Oh. Yeah. I oh. get that. Hey, <laughs> That's so, the first time. So a, tra- a tradition we like to do on here, I mean, I don't even know if we're at that part yet. We're at that part. Um. Is mail bay question, and I kind of got a curveball for both you guys. All right, 
We what talk, is it? It's the Mayo Bay question. Somebody goes onto our website and they'll usually ask a question and we'll okay. answer it. All right. Um, but sound like you viewer, said mailbag. Our viewers were yeah. like, you're having, like you have a, a brown bag special or something. Yeah. It's yeah. a mailbag, y'all. It's the mailbag. Hey, I got that too, bro. <laughs> but uh, my question for you is we already talked about how great all four quarterbacks are in these conference championship games. Yeah. Which quarterback has the best performance in your opinion? This weekend Well I'll just say Because I picked Baltimore to win I'm going to say that Lamar Jackson has his Moment that says Alright you can come up to the big boy table um, I think the, the message On Lamar Jackson has always been You're a running back playing quarterback And then he starts playing quarterback Okay well you haven't won shit in the playoffs, I'm guilty of the same. I said the same thing. You haven't won nothing in the playoffs. Okay, now he got the monkey off his back, got to the AFC Championship. I think a lot of these things are done in stages, which is why I thought Buffalo was going to win last week mm. is because usually it all goes in stages. Like, you got to get to this point to understand how you get to this point, right? Yeah. I think Baltimore, what they've gone through the last few years, fizzling out in the playoffs, Lamar Jackson getting hurt, questions about whether or not he would be in Baltimore him signing an extension in Baltimore, coming out this year, having the year they had, he's probably going to win the MVP. Um, you know, I think he made a case for it the last four or five weeks of the season. Um, I think it's it, the stage is set for him to have his coming out party, so to speak, mm-hmm. and and having his championship moment. And I think he has the best opportunity to have the biggest moment this weekend. Okay. Not you, Coach. Um, I say the same. I I got the same exact same quarterback. That's exactly what I I was. First thing, first thing that came to my mind was which quarterback is gonna do just a show, mm-hmm. and I don't think it's gonna be like just a show of, you know, he. Oh yeah, that's a good quarterback. No, I think everybody's gonna come away and be like, that's the best football player yeah. this weekend was him, and he has been. You know this what year. I mean? Just because he's just. Yeah. I think he has a lot to prove. He I does. mean, throwing that fit last season, you know, pretty much begging them for the playoffs. He begged it. I mean, he sat out. They were non-existent in the playoffs. Yeah. And their team went non-existent for yeah. wins after that. So I think he he owes it to Baltimore. I know that. He owes it the way that, you know, well, I think, he I think shouted it. The whole situation, right, like him wanting guaranteed money. Mm-hmm. Him not being happy with the situation. Um, but also, also too, like you said it, he's been he's be, he's going to be shown as the best football player this weekend. And he's been shown as the best football player all year long. Yeah. They are, you know, people argue that MVP is a quarterback um, trophy mm-hmm. anymore, you know. But I think with Lamar, you can easily say he's not just a quarterback. Like, yeah. He is a great football player, man. And, um, I think it's. I think the stage is set for him to have a big one. You know, perhaps the the only one that I would I'd be intrigued to see is does Patrick Mahomes really start following that Tom Brady career path line, and well, does he there. get? Wow, well, does he get to another Super Bowl? Right. Yeah. And then once he gets there, you know, obviously, regard. You know, San Francisco. I don't know that Kansas City would be favored against San Francisco. They probably would be favored against Detroit, even though Detroit beat him this year. But then now you start talking about legacy and, you know, all of a sudden Patrick Mahomes is sub-30 yeah. and, you know, playing for his third Super Bowl title. 
you know, his fourth Super Bowl in five years or whatever it is. Like it's it's ridiculous, bro. And I don't I don't I don't I don't see him coming out and having a great game like against that Baltimore. I just, like I said, I, I maybe I'm hooked on just the Baltimore defense of hooked on know, that Baltimore defense. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like it's just <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? But I just don't see the, the, the it's it's tough. It's I, tough no matter what to walk to uh, line up against that Raven. Defense, yeah, you know I, I mean? think he's it's, gonna be Patrick Mahomes regardless, but he's gonna have a rough go at it. Dude. Yeah, he's yeah. gonna have a really rough go at it. What say you, Don? Well, well, you guys were on that Baltimore D. <laughs> you know, I was kind of getting a little bit nauseous over here, so I started looking up any type of because uh, he's pregnant. Nauseous, re- uh, uh, yeah. Medicine that can help me out a little bit because you guys. Are you better not throw that. Throw I see what's on your thing, man. Um, is that your medicine right there? That isn't. <laughs> it's actually my comparison because I was stuck between two guys, and you're always stuck between two guys. <laughs> <laughs> stuck right now, coach. <laughs> uh, for me, winning championship games is about who protects the ball, who's great at not turning the ball over, and and. Who has a great supporting staff Around them right And when I talk about Who I think is the best team left In the NFL right now Even though I think Kansas City is going to go in and beat Baltimore I'm going to have to go to the NFC And I'm going to pick Brock Purdy um, I think Brock Purdy Has had a phenomenal year I think he also has Brandon Ayuk He also has Debo Samuel He has Christian McCaffrey he has that phenomenal line, and he has a great, great coach in Kyle Shanahan. Oh, his defense is ridiculous. George and, Kittle. And, and he has George Kittle, and he has a defense that's going to put him in the right situations. Yeah. In the battle of field position. Yeah. Right? Um, who is more prone to maybe turning over the ball against a really good defense? It might be Jared Goff, giving them some short yardage situations putting them in a scenario where they can make those nice plays out of the backfield. And I think Pat Mahomes and Brock Purdy will both have great games this weekend. But I think Isaiah Pacheco is probably going to win it for the Chiefs. And Mm. I think Brock Purdy is going to have probably the best game of his career and lead the 49ers to the Super Bowl. Well, Brock Purdy's probably got, you know, he's probably like arguably first or second you know, most to gain. Him and Lamar probably got the most to gain this weekend. Out of if you put the, the four quarterbacks up, yeah. You know, you can say what you will about Goff. He's got a lot to prove too. Like he'd he'd prove a lot too with the victory. But I think it, Brock Purdy. There's all these questions about his MVP candidacy this this year, and is he a product of having Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle? Like, is that is that is he a product of that? He's a product mm. of the West and, Coast offense. Hey. But he might be able to go just put a stamp on it and be like, you know what? Call me what you will. I'm just leading. I'm leading this team to a Super Bowl. Yeah, and yeah. let him go fuck around and win the thing. And then all of a sudden now, because Jimmy Garoppolo led the, the, the 49ers to a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Go fuck around and win it though. Yo, then now you're talking differently. Now you're like, it, it's not just this, you know, flash in the pan kind of, you know, first two years in the league kind of thing. Nah, man, this dude has started almost full two years, and and with if you count the playoff games he's played and stuff like that, and you know he does got a lot to, to gain this weekend. Yeah, and I'm all about accountability, fellas. And I was giving you shit about the Baltimore D. I just want to put a fun little fact out of there. 
out of the four remaining quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson is actually through the least amount of interceptions. Yeah, right. yeah. I wanted to say that, but he also probably has the least amount of of uh, passing attempts of the of the, yeah, of the, of the four. So his yards are under, but his so are turnovers. And but and he doesn't turn. Day, hey, Baltimore don't turn the ball over much. They no. don't. They they protect the ball. And we're talking about protecting that, things. And they get a lot of turnovers. You know? Yeah. They, they, you know, their plus minus is always good. They're well, historically. It's be a good weekend. Yeah, historically it have it's a good plus a great minus. Weekend. Hey, I'm, yeah. there's, no wrong, there's no wrong answer here because, no. dog, it's football. Because the only right answer is the Broncos, right, guys? Give me a. Yeah. <laughs> hey shout out to russell wilson we'll take you next year and the broncos could pay you to play for us that's what i heard uh yeah oh, no. old bronco leftovers shout out to romo that's huh what I'm talking about. that's what i'm talking about we'll take yo it. what is that about it's that time though man it's been real dog all right we thank hey you. man thank you for coming on dude yeah, and providing great conversation too bro we're fucking 10 minutes from two hours. That's, that's what's up. Damn. Longest we episode going. probably yet? Uh, one of them. Yeah. One of them. You know what I mean? I but, appreciate you guys. You know, we appreciate you having on. appreciate what you do for these youth, man, and, yeah. and being a coach and being a mentor. And, uh, you know, nothing but respect for you, bro. Nothing but love to you, man. And, you know, I, I appreciate this episode because I got to get to know you a little bit more mm-hmm. than, I, than I did already. And, you know, it's cool. You know, yeah. I think that's what we love doing is talking because I think – when we talk, we figure out about each other. We figure out what makes us tick, and yeah. you know, there's a lot that that can come from talking. Great, you know, great things can happen when you, people unify and get together, man, and make Definitely. it happen. So, but I, I appreciate you guys. Thank you for DNA Sports. Thank you for DNA Podcast. Shout out your thank shout you out your company real quick again. Hey, man. thank you for bringing on Arch Auto Glass. Let me give a shout out again. ArchAutoGlass.com here to provide all your auto glass needs. Seven two zero two nine six eighty six thirty five. Hey, let's uh, look forward to a great weekend of football. Let's and get it. Hey, Wolfpack. That's Wolfpack, what I'm saying. Baby. Let's go Colorado Wolfpack. Let's bring home some more championships. And, hey, if you guys are looking for a football team, that this goes for coaches, goes for players. Come on over. We got a home for you. We definitely got a, uh, a family for you. Come join sure. the Wolfpack. And on that, man, shout out to Inkless Laser, Icon Sales and Boxing, Anytime Flood Restoration, Zach G and the Play Harder Podcast, Rebel Promotions, Black Sevens, Genesis Catering, Lash All Beauty, Cutthroat Barbers and Anglers, The Canyon Fly Shop, Colorado Wolfpack Football Association, and as always, DNASportsDenver.com. Yes, sir. Shout out to my partner, Dom, man. Nothing but love, brother. Right hey, on, bro. Until next time, as they used to say back in the day, until when, that's then. We out this month. We out. God bless. God bless. Thank you. Wolfpack. Thank you, DNA.